0: yeah 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 let's let's lower that let's lower that completely
1: because
0: we're gonna get copyright struck like crazy what's up everybody this is sports Guys number 121 i'm francisco joined by my buddy charles andrew cannot be here with us because he's uh doing a little something, he's fancy something. now. oh yeah no he's he's hit the big time hit the big time he's gonna outgrow this show already an algorithm. man he's already
2: you know he he's 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 too good at what he does and what people need to realize is sometimes that's what happens where people go off and they become their own thing you know justin timberlake left in sync and um
1: Beyonce we're just trying to figure out child. who's
2: yeah yeah we're just trying to figure out who's the jc C. Chazé and who's the joey fatone or the lance <laughs> bass and who made out correctly you know jc tried to do his own thing too and that was not um, yeah
0: not successful Yeah, so he's off at a teleconference
2: with the college football playoff committee. So, you know... Which fate would you want? Do you want JC as the second best backup singer and sometimes the one's that girls found attractive or do you want Joey Fatone who, you know, didn't really amount to much, kind of got a little chubby on that end there, but however, got to host a lot of TV shows.
0: Yeah, he's enjoying life right now. He's got like yeah. some restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, he's he's on TV. He's he's on TV a lot more. I see him more than anybody else. For sure. I, Outside I will say, of though, just Tabor Lake, you know.
2: And Lance Bass, I, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, yeah, well, Lance Bass, his whole thing... is just chilling. Yeah. He's his,
0: chilling, man. Yeah, his whole thing was he came out and everyone's like, oh, good for you. And then,
2: like, you know, he's just living But life. Lance can sing, no. though. Yeah. No one wants to be Chris. No one wants to be Chris. We yeah. are never going to be Chris. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying that right now to everybody. On my soul. You know, no offense to Chris Kirkpatrick. I've been jamming out to NSYNC the other day because God knows I went down a rabbit hole of 90s, early 2000s, Pop R&B songs, so going from there. But we, I will not allow us to go. Chris Kirkpatrick be the too old character as it was, and then just you know, it all goes downhill. Yeah. No, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Yeah, no, What uh, a that's... way to start the show. <laughs> oh, and we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff. It's gonna get nerdy. It's gonna get ranty. It's gonna be all good because there's gonna be some rage. Yeah. There, there's a lot of stuff happening. There's we've got NBA. We got NHL, we got NFL. Oh boy, do we have NFL? Yeah, we, have NFL. <laughs> yeah we got. Yeah, we we got a lot of everything. You know, we had the Spider-Man leak that came out. I mean, Charles was talking about that just before we started here, and it was as we all expected. So, I don't know who was surprised by the revelation and the leaks. So, and if you, and if it's like, oh, spoilers, we all know what was going to happen in this movie. We all knew at the moment that Doc Ock popped up in the last trailer. We all knew what was happening. Okay. Oh
2: wow, that was a huge boner alert. Hey, if we <laughs>
0: oh, use that. oh yeah. Oh for real. And if anybody saw the end of uh, Venom, let there be carnage. We knew what was going to happen as soon as that, that, that popped out. You know. Oh, yeah. As soon as the as soon as you saw the ending, and you, you stayed there for the after credit scene. It's like, yep, yeah, this this makes a lot of sense. Just there's, there's too much money. Too much money that uh, they don't want to leave on the table there, so and, I, and I'm assuming Disney and Sony are working out the whole thing. It's probably like around Spider-Man, especially like Spider-Man exclusive to PlayStation. I think it's it's mostly that <laughs> that they're working with with regards to letting them in on this whole MCU thing. I I think so. I think Spider-Man was only exclusive to. What like the P- PlayStation version of the Avengers game? I think right something yeah. like that. Yeah. Correct. So, th- th- it's just it's just that he's gonna be stuck on a PlayStation. Like if you want to play as Spider-Man, you're not gonna get much opportunities
2: on PC or an Xbox or, or Switch. So, you know. Get, Look, get- Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales are reasons why you should have a Sony console. Yeah. I-, I I gave props to Miles, and I think I did. I give props to OG Spider-Man. Was I even on that show? I think I was on the show. I just never gave it to it. I don't know. I've been actually rewatching the cinematics of that game because there's some games there's no purpose in rewatching the cutscenes. That has a lot of purpose, especially since I don't want to like replay it. Not that I don't want to replay it, but it's tough, man. I don't want to re-edge, you know, 30 hours into something that I know I'll love, but I got other obligations game-wise. So it's like, okay. But yeah, yeah, we're already. Oh, just give us the trailer, Tony. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I they're mean, getting ready. We're, getting, we're, we're gonna get
0: William Defoe. I, I bet you we're gonna get William Defoe. So that's gonna be great. If we so, didn't,
2: if none of it makes sense, <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> I'm not gonna go. We're obviously no, not gonna get. We a don't. We're, we're not, not getting
0: James Franco. we you know he's yeah. he's yeah, we're, he's we're, he's, he's got to remain we're, low for quite a bit. So. Blocklisted over there.
2: exactly. So and then we're not gonna get. dane DeHaan thankfully as a harry osborne which i I wasn't a big fan of amazing spider-man too Mm. if we could get the richard something as the hobgoblin but you had to really and i forgot his og name so i just know it was like richard but hobgoblin is a fine caricature if you watch Mm. amazing spider-man um or spider-man the animated series um coming into it maybe yeah we yeah. just like Spider Man. I'm just also uh, like I told you on um, uh right before the call. If this just gets me to have Sony try to milk for another Toby movie, I'm in like sin. I'm Because <laughs> I already have like three Batman's. You have the. Bat, I mean, like, you have there the was they, they were planning a fourth
0: one, right? They were planning the fourth Spider Man. Yeah, right? but
2: Vulture and Black Cat. And originally, I said Ben Kingsley was going to be Vulture, and then Black Cat was going to be um Black Cat was going to be Anne Hathaway, and that, that didn't work out. Sony mm. and Sam Raimi were like, we're done. But if you're gonna bring him back now. I'm going to nerd out here for a second. There is a comic from 2005 or 2007 called Spider-Man Rain. So it's basically your Dark Knight Returns version of Spider-Man that by all means you can pilfer off of. Yeah. You're not going to obviously use the same concepts, but the idea of old man Spidey is perfectly fine because some people have a controversial take on it, but essentially not spoilers, but not spoilers. Y'all can go read it right now on Amazon for probably like three bucks. But you know, Mary Jane, they try to have a baby and Mary Jane kind of gets radiation through the blood or through the semen so you know she can't contain it and that's you guys think it's silly yeah, that was fine. <laughs> there was there was a lot of outright for it but the whole idea is that 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 goes and your Peter guilty and i need how do <laughs> you like your peter parker um oh, man. you know yeah, francisco you know, i like it. my peter parker to be guilt guilt ridden yeah
0: okay that 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 sounds pretty that 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 sounds pretty dark that sounds pretty dark you can give, you're you can get your gritty version of a Spider-Man
2: there. Maybe, maybe they can well, go. They me, can work that he angle, got, you, know? He wants, you know? He's got to come back for a reason. Because you got to think if Spider-Man 3 ended properly, there would be no reason for him to get back into the game. Mm-hmm. He would have the wife and everything like that. And I don't think you're bringing Mayday Parker. I'm really showing my nerdiness right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything in that sense. But I don't know. Or I can also just deal well, with the Wilson
0: Fisk. Yeah. But and, and Charles, knows? you know what? And, and this, this bout of nerdiness we're going through is brought to you by the McRib. Oh <laughs> it's McDonald's. McDonald's is back, everybody. Welcome it, it back. Came back.
2: I have not gotten the Rick Rib yet.
0: <laughs> um
2: There's a lot of stuff I'll put in this body. There's a <laughs> lot of stuff I'll put in this body. I and Andrew should be here. I don't think I will put it in McRib. You know? I've only had I wasn't it once. Fond of it, but and I wasn't fond of it then. It
0: tastes like a stopher's barbecue. I, I just uh hey, what's up freddie how you doing uh, rib rolled um i just uh, seeing how it's made and stuff like that and there's a lot of things like look i've seen how things are made right and i don't mind like i get we're getting all kinds of weird stuff with hot dogs and chicken nuggets and all types of stuff i get right mm-hmm but we're not the, ignorant to these procedures we all drink no, milk we know it's of course rich. yeah exactly so I, i'm 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 totally fine with it but the mcrib kind of kind of irks me because it's not really ribs it's it's i i just call it i just it seems like it's
2: congealed pork bits shaped yeah. like ribs right it's not healthy yeah McDonald's, tell me to have the bts meal i'll do that i'll do it right now <laughs> my father had the mcrib he, he loves that man It's like, it's like he, my father treats a McRib the way you treat Turkey on Thanksgiving. gotta have it. And then there's me. I'm like, like, I don't, I think, you know, there's certain foods. I'm like, yeah, that food's going to give me cancer. Um, Is it controversial, even though they're sponsoring us to say that I'm almost certain that if I ingest more than one McRib every decade, I'm going to have a new kind of disease. Mm. That's what it feels like. It, it, does.
0: It, it does it does and this is this is the worst sponsor bit we've ever done and we're sorry and we're sorry <laughs> and, and it's we nothing look get, get some other stuff at mcdonald's right their, their their spicy chicken sandwich is not bad at all it's actually pretty damn good it's actually I'm just pretty be a damn conscientious good. objector I, I can't
2: i don't think i can man like thank you for sponsoring us you should have known better but yeah you know i i i,
0: I do not object to their 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 entry into the the chicken wars at the moment, like I think it's a pretty damn solid, good sandwich, and if they were just you know plastering that all over our show, I I'd, I'd be all over it, right? Even though I you know I I, I I had a very unhealthy obsession with the chicken for about a month there, but Which yeah. I had the other day. <laughs> oh Freddie! norm mcdonald did better ad reads oh my god charles did you ever see norm mcdonald's ad reads from his uh yes. norm mcdonald life <laughs> what, was yes, it the I great did. master or something like that <laughs> those are great <laughs> those are hilarious I mean, That's Nail in the head like yeah. the deadpan that we aim to commit to and and, and just- the the fact that they that, yeah. they did like they pulled their sponsorship like you guys didn't realize who you were <laughs> asking to you know show your product at all <laughs> like I would have kept it going like I would not have heard of gr- a great great master or whatever they call it um, at all if it wasn't for Norm McDonald now that I haven't bought anything like that from them or anything like that but but still I- I've heard of them now you know. I looked them up. I'm like, oh, okay. And this this whole thing. And yeah, oh, god damn it, Ryan. Rest in peace, Norm. Um, Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Over the... Yeah, and I played... Um, I, I got through Bowser's Fury, Charles.
1: Yay! Uh, yeah. I like how we were
0: both playing Mario stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, that's
0: our, our Switch. I went uh, over to my sister's place over the weekend, and uh, she has it, so she let me borrow the cartridge. And it's it's fast. It's like four or five hours. You know, you can get it done real quick. You don't have to play through Mario 3D World to get to it. So, I, I didn't have to play through that game again. It's a good game. I don't mind, you know, Which, it's not uh, Mario 3D you World. Can get it, you can get, like, eight bucks yeah. on
2: GameStop. Oh, no, yeah, there's, Oh yeah, we got, the, we got the
0: Black Friday deals popping up, too. So, yeah, if, you, if you're you're all into gaming, now's the time. November's a great month to, to start jumping in, especially on those older consoles. Now we got the PS5 and Series X out there. So, if you're, you you don't want to Chee, you know, get some nice, cheap, retro-ish games. You know, Xbox One, PS4 out there, you know. Uh, you don't have to go two generations back like I do, but, you know, that's just my I could.
2: preference. I mean, you know, it's his preference. You yeah,
0: know. And I just got a haul from Goodwill, Charles. I got, uh, let's see, what what's up here? I got Assassin's Creed 2, and the, I think I got these oh, for like good. 15 bucks. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2, uh, Assassin's Creed 4, uh, Borderlands, Battlefield yeah. 4, I mean, which I have on my PC, so I, I'm not going to play 360. I don't want to
2: poo-poo you on the Battlefield or the Borderlands one, but you could just play that now.
0: I know. Yeah. I know, but I have it on the cheap, so you know I'll just play it on my... And besides, I don't want to buy a whole collection and be like, I don't really like the first game and I'm not going to play the rest of it, so I'd rather just play the first game. Uh, NHL 14, Tiger Woods 09, of course, got two sports games. Prototype. Um, oh, man, let's call Prototype, uh, Splinter Cell Double Agent, and yeah. yeah, that's
2: it. That's that's that's, that's, that's
0: the whole. And like, there's some like connect stuff that I, I'm not gonna buy. Kinect, Splinter Cell
2: so. Double Agent had um has two different endings from the Xbox and the PS2 days. Oh, that's, Ubisoft was a big motherfucker. Hmm. Oh, excuse my French. A big effort to us.
0: I mean, it doesn't matter at this point <laughs> with the with the curse. And I've already labeled this as I mean, with, with the other stuff on the, that on the podcast, you know. All right, McDonald's over here. We already got the ad read in, so we're good to get, you know. We're, we're good with that. Uh, oh, yeah, Pirate's Hockey World, everybody. You know, it's getting chilly. Pirates hockey World. It is getting chilly here in Florida. It is getting chilly here, and you might want to get some hockey gear if you're down here because – Or
2: if you happen to be a Denver Nuggets fan, you go to Pirate's Hockey World Ooh. and get a cup because you can be kicked in them, uh, mm. things, so
0: you need some protection. Yeah, maybe head on over across the – across the arena go to the avalanche locker room i'm sure they got their stuff from pranis hockey world because they got the lowest prices and biggest selection of all the new products and the closeout and prior year products so go to our website click on the link it's there listen to our episodes while you're at it and yeah 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 there we go and oh freddy's freddy's posting some stuff i'll I'll take a look at this charles anyways um mcnaldos i like the it all right Yeah, Freddie, uh, I gotta learn how to integrate the stuff you post into the show more seamlessly. Uh, I I have to find a way. I I will find a way to do that. Uh, It must
2: just be like particle garbage. Yeah, yeah,
0: we're just like laughing out of context, and 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 nobody knows what the hell we're doing.
2: Um, I always feel like that's the appeal, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, and and now I've I've you know we preface everything. Hey, for the video version, we're talking about the audio version. We're talking about this, you know so no, we're evolved. Yeah,
1: we're that's evolved. that's
0: fine so yeah Ridd, good to go pranis hockey roll we're good to girl go, charles and you know what i, I feel like we, we we've started hot and you've already mentioned it so let's let's jump into the nba only notable thing that happened was <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh so no so let, 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 let's, let's let no no we got to crescendo it all right, we got to crescendo all right. It because all right. once we go on this rant there's no comeback back
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. We, we're There's already at... We're no at rest. 15 minutes. This thing's gonna take us into the, into the halfway point, I betcha. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Freddie, you are eternally seemful.
0: Oh, man. So... so Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets. Last I, night. Into
1: it. All
2: right. Last night. Denver, Colorado. Here we, are, here we are saying it's only the beginning of the season. Nothing happens. There was nothing for us to talk about. Mm. And then... Certain people heard this in the universe, and they corrected us on that juncture, apparently. Because, um, yeah, take it away, Francisco. Bring that heat. So,
0: you know, typical
2: NBA game. Denver,
0: kind of a difficult place to play at with the high altitude and things like that. And, and the Miami Heat, they've been, they've been pretty hot. They've been pretty hard to start the season. We've been pretty lucky down here in South Florida with uh, the Panthers and the heat. Unfortunately, Muy calor. unfortunately, unfortunately, both of them lost last night. Panthers were due for a bad game. They still lost 4-3. to They made it close. Regardless, and they're playing tonight. And, and the Heat, they, they went over to Denver. And it's like, okay. And, and the game got away from them. The game got away from them a bit, right? And they lose. Sometimes they lose. Yeah, 96-113. to 113. The Nuggets haven't started off like gangbusters, whatever. They're a regular season team anyways. They haven't done anything in the playoffs, you know.
1: Trash. Yeah,
0: exactly. They're, they're trash. They're frauds. We all know this. We all know this. So, uh, there was just a, a little something to happen. When the game was essentially over at this point, right? we got a little like two and a half minutes left to go. And, you know, uh, a certain player on the Heat named Morris
2: made, made, made a foul. on, on um, it's a hard foul. You know, a hard it foul.
0: It Nikolai Djokic, you know,
2: the MVP,
0: you know. Uh,
2: that's last season
0: yeah i know but you know yeah. that's what he's did. so you know charles may not acknowledge him as so well, but but that's i, I that's didn't
2: well, I well, yeah, but my, my time's coming so.
0: <laughs> and, and you know hard foul yeah the he are that type of team where they can grind away and things like that and that's fine right and jokic took offense to that morris was walking away from the play foul was called already yeah we, we get that but uh You know, Morris uh, went charging at them, dropped the shoulder on them, you know? Dropped the shoulder behind the back, too. Kidney punched him. And uh, let's just say things got a little hot between the two teams. And boy, oh boy, Charles, here we go. Oh, go ahead, Charles.
2: Here we go. (sighs) So... (sighs) Y'all can't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna f with me. Those are the miraculous words of a Tupac Shapakor with ambitions as a rider. And if there's any player on the Miami Heat that emphasizes that kind of mentality, aside from Madonna's Haslam, we'll start with that mindset. It would be a certain James, you know, Butler, hmm. Jimmy Butler, my Jimmy, man my you know, work. Day every penny worth you know the mm. butler as we call him, um and of course Adonis has them but so what happens is this dinosaur looking trash of an excuse of an mvp goes out and just can't can't take offense to it that you know someone kind of gave him a hard fell i we've lived during i gotta pause this because i'm so into this i, I can't believe we have lived through the mouse in the palace we have seen ninety Chicago Bulls, Detroit Pistons games, and what you get is this little hard foul on a fast break that it's aggressive. Sure, I'll give you that. I- I'm not going to contest that. I have seen much real. Th- it wasn't even so bad that he got a flagrant. Like let's say if nothing happened after the fact that there was no flagrant and nothing really ejected, the plays were still continuing. It goes from there. But it's it's it basically it's a, a little sort of thing. And then some Serbian charmin soft tissue of a player. Who I didn't even think was NBA MVP in truth, just by default, and we put up the conspiracy theories last year comes over five seconds. I did the count. It was a five six second delay. Goes and just basically you say shoulder, I say like elbowed him in, in between the back of the kidneys and his back to launch Marquise Morris down. Yeah. He, Basically, he, he like hit, he had a vertebrae. Punter. Yeah,
0: he had he had some some vertebrae. And here. then in yeah. Denver,
2: these classy people with their yeah. high altitudes, their free oh. weed, and their cores
0: like beer. The, the people you know, of Denver who we know are y'all, y'all are
2: just snowy trailer. Who parkers.
0: who we know I'm calling that who, right who now. we know are soft ass fans because of the incident between that Suns fan and those two um dicks. That poured the beer on him and he beat the shit out of them. You know, we remember yeah. that, right? We remember oh, yeah. that. I remember that.
1: You're I know snowy I spe- trailer especially park birds. This,
0: right? Denver Broncos are a shitty team. Right? The Rockies yeah. are even shittier. Right? Ways up, you guys right? were fucking lucky that the Avs came into Denver their first season there with a superstar team from Quebec. Yeah. Could I'm, I'm going all the way back. Right? couldn't, couldn't even do
2: anything man. with joe uh george carl you know mm. Melo didn't like you we don't like you now so anyway that stuff happens and then you see mr you know dinosaur and i was gonna research the type of dinosaur he looks like to me um <laughs> oh, oh please because he does and, please uh, and you I, and know I i'm a dinosaur night. <laughs> and, and then all his young people going there laughing up as jimmy butler went from i'm wealthy to i lived on the streets real quick as he's going yeah. there and saying bring that ass to the back bring it to the back bring that shit to the back and oh, yeah. then a lot of people with their twitter fingers saying he ain't even a real man because they can hit it jimmy butler comes from a winning culture he understands that he has one of the oh, top yeah. teams in the east and he understands that if hands start swinging he's gonna be suspended oh, yeah.
1: for like I, I, guess, I guess what
2: yeah and jimmy guess what they've sniffed the
1: finals
0: because they've been there They've been oh, there. No, we, 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 this the is nuggets? going
2: to be a dissection. This is, we got a dissertation <laughs> oh. going on where we say, please hear us out. But we're going to do this bit by bit, right, Francisco? So the first bit of it is that Jokic sitting in the corner, looking like a punk, knowing that he has – I don't care if you're from Serbia. I don't care if Stephen A. Smith goes on first take this morning and says, there's dudes I've talked to. They're European players. like We come from a country where people get bombed every day. This ain't Serbia. You know th- th- this us we're gonna throw some hands if you do that stuff now right you and your Jokic brothers you john wick wannabe looking people can't happening ain't happening over here so jimmy Butler is going in there to say what's going on what are you doing take this something back and you see udonis has them who's 40 years old 40 year old um people should not be getting into these kind of fights unless they're boxers and you know ud's just kind of going UD's going, ooh-wee, because he's about to Mm. bring some of that pain (laughs) coming into it. And no, we don't go and punch you like we're Ron Artest and Jermaine O'Neal because of the fact that we actually have a winning team that's going to actually win a playoff series and not get to a finals. Even if we don't get to the Eastern Conference Finals, we're going to get to the playoffs and not get swept by a team that was fraudulent in the finals to begin with. You. And I think the dinosaur that I'm talking about is a Parasaurolophus. Oh, Parasaurolophus. Because um, <laughs> if you look at Nikola Jokic, and you look at the Parasaurolophus, I feel like I just did a Harry Potter <laughs> quote. Parasaurolophus. And you yeah. look at that. You tell me they're not one the same, especially if he brings that kind of like Eastern European Eastern Promises We're mob with the big thing in, in the back of its head. <laughs> Because you are known for being a dirty player. I was on Twitter all day today as I was being Lord. I'm seeing you slapping dudes in the face, going out there, doing everything. And you know what, man? Like, Spo, class act that he is, says it like this. It was a hard foul. That's kind of what Marquise is known for. It was mm. a five, six second delay. That's obviously wrong. Um, and then what happens is, like, he said something that's true about Jokic. He's very lucky Marquise didn't catch him in the front when that foul happened because i think his ass might have been handed to what's he gonna do flop around with mm-hmm. his parasophilous arms you know <laughs> he's gonna go from there raw reptar and this shit no it's a plant
0: no. it's an herbivore too but <laughs> it's, not, well, even a, you know it's what? not even a carnivore obviously
2: he's an herbivore because he ain't got real beef <laughs> because he got soft he got soft man you know, I didn't know that the famous person on the Denver Nuggets, the guy who's your MVP, you know, is basically, you know, he has to be picked up by Mike Malone at ABC mm. Little Children's mm. School because he's a little punk ass. <laughs> That's what happened. So Denver, you guys want to hold on to it? This is the bomb I was going to drop. He's not even your most recognizable player in that team because Jamal Murray was more famous than him yeah. a summer ago for different reasons. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, and we know that reason. We're not even going to touch on that. Mm. You know, Nik- Nik- uh, Nikola Djokic, you ain't going to win another MVP. I'll eat crow uh, right now. Well, I mean, we I did lay out, and,
0: and, I, and I was actually the proponent of the conspiracy theory for, for once this time. I was oh, like, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. I think this is more to get the international appeal more than anything else. But, oh, uh, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. But but I'm saying it right now. Nikola Djokic is not going to win MVP this year. If he does, Freddie, you're my, my, my uh, third since Andrew's not here. I will buy a Jokic jersey.
1: But he ain't. He ain't. <laughs> nah, ain't. He
2: ain't. He ain't. You guys can put it into it. You can get maybe to the semifinals. But that West, buddy, that West looking hard. Mm. We, we got that cruiser. Yeah, we play for these. That's fine. But we, 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 we got something coming mm. out. I know what we're made about. I know what our medal is. Because when everything, you want to be MVP? When you have everything put on your shoulders, you can't carry. You're writing, your mouse writing checks that your hands can't cash, bud. And it's going to be the same way. November 28th, 29th, whenever they play again, it's mm. going to happen. And we'll be ahead all the time. And we know. Yeah, mm. uh, the great thing about all this stuff happening was just the Twitter fame. I, I sent you guys a link that goes and says, uh, you know, Nikola Jokic to be suspended because of the fact that he brought in UD fan fiction again, where people <laughs> like, his now has to be two minutes, two technical fouls, six fouls, no rebos. And the it's meme true. is about but to happen. T- to let the petty come back a little bit, to be more analytical, is that. Everybody knows you were in the wrong. Everybody knows that you're in the wrong. We don't care what the Morris's reputation is. I don't care if Martinez and, and Marcus are dirty players. And people were defending
0: his actions and, because of oh, that, if I go? got fouled like that by by the Morris twins, yeah, sure. And, but uh, and and you know, friend of the show, you know, Jeremy. You Jeremy Tache, there you. we go. Follow him on his stuff. Yeah, he he posted specifically. Exactly. A lot of videos of, exactly. of Jokic. And here we go. Here's and he, he's he's had receipts, photos, and stuff like that of Jokic with the hard fouls on Bam. you got it right there, he was he's backing people in the face the entire time. In fact, Bam got smacked f- f- in the face in that, that immediate play right there. And then Morris came in with the foul. And that's when all the things started. So Hey, whatever, we'll get copyright stuff for that on mine. Uh, but, but look at
2: him. Look at him with his Parasophilus kind of look right there. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, I'm in Serbia. I don't care if you're a point center. You know, your your whole thing conf- – Here's the thing about basketball. We're, we're going to crap on this a little bit longer. You could be the star player in your basketball team, but you know what? You ain't still got no rings. Jimmy Butler does have rings, have, but you know as Hazel awesome, does. And so I'll give like, said, certain but, hey. people –
0: Hey, but they've been to the finals. For me, it's just enough to get to the finals for a lot of players.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For me. Well, you know, we know what a winning culture is. You know, at the end of the day, we're not playing second fiddle. We didn't lose to a Suns team that was not good. That's Mm. all I'm saying. Um, And I I, I do love the whole Jokic brothers versus Markeith or Morris brothers fight. Yeah. uh, Because I think someone said Zach Morris is going to show up. For those who follow the 90s, Zach Morris was Mark Oslers. But in reality is that, I am just appalled, and this brings in the part two, I'm just appalled to how your dislike of one player really makes you think that everything that was justified, because does that make Jokic just as bad as a dirty player, you know, to be going somebody unarmed or unattended? Because it's essentially a sucker punch. Y'all wouldn't like to be soccer punch now. And then what are you going to do if it happens? You say, I'm an a-hole, I deserved it. No, we don't play with that. Mm. So Bill Simmons... This. Tra- oh,
0: okay. this. Can we, can we- All right. So the- you the- want to goon that yeah, and say that? For let's the goon? go with this. Yeah. We, we. Let's. Let's put in the hole. That's. That's. Because this is gonna thing. encompass it. Oh, so right, right. we
2: agree that he looks like a parasophilus, right? Yes. Hunching over. i mean, just. I just has a straight. Spot. I've never heard
0: anybody say you look like Parasaurolophus, and that got me already. So, I'm like,
2: yeah. Well, <laughs> me, you know, the dinosaur you, nerd that I am. Listen, this is what you people need to eat, understand <laughs> about the Miami culture, the 305 culture, heat culture. It, it literally is. You go on one, you go against all. And to quote the Untouchables and great old Arn Anderson from you know nwa days of the four horsemen because i was literally watching promos before we got on here yeah. because i wasn't gonna try to bring this in but i was gonna send it to you is you know quote both the untouchables and him is you send one of us people to hostels, we send you to the, whole, to the morgue so yeah. that's the mentality that we have i mean hey, mind you we'll get we're gonna get and blown you've seen,
0: out you've seen this photo right with
2: andy ellisberg blocking these guys yeah yeah <laughs> but i i'm like i think i still think that that's like photoshop but if it was for real i'm dead i'm dead it's great um, I mean it's fantastic and it's, you know we're gonna lose that rematch blind you we're gonna lose it but it doesn't matter I mean that, it, that it'll ma- be that, in
0: Miami so I, I doubt it I think they're gonna go hard in this one. Oh man that's gonna be great that's gonna be but a you know great what this
2: night. shows? but you know what this shows this shows more unity on the team because hmm. they're gonna fight harder whereas on the, in the Nuggets
1: okay, they oh no I, and I'm getting a lot Gary Barr
0: like, ain't gonna be doing I, nothing I for mean, you I I get a little bit of a Detroit Pistons bad boys vibe from this team you know a little bit of it not not that much but a little bit of it at
2: least as close as you can get in the modern nba today you know well this is the kick in the ass that we needed but yeah. like to to before we go into the goon segment i'm going to leave it off on the parasophilus um <laughs> like i i wasn't about you last year you're a big man who could do everything that is fantastic you you are the top center of the position you are everything that you you essentially are just becoming the reason why senators get drafted so high and they don't do anything. Congratulations, you ruined it for everybody. But now, you know you're you're just gonna cry. You're, you're gonna cry. That's uh, what it feels uh, like. I'm gonna uh, like cry. I'm like, uh, it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Well, uh, son, and let's 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 go.
0: We're we're in Gottlieb's goons here, so let's go to Bill Simmons. Let's go. We're, <sighs> we're right here. We're, I'm, I'm trying to find the exact Bill tweet that he posted Simmons. out there, but yeah, I,
2: I, I'm I'm bringing that up. You know, I'm looking I'm looking at our phone. I'm bringing it up so. Bill Simmons had this coming. Bill Simmons had this coming for a very long time. Because Bill Simmons was cool 12 years ago. He was the basketball guy. He was knowledgeable. He was really good when the Boston Celtics were. And then he would ride the coattails of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick for football. Okay, yeah, I found it right here. I already got it So go ahead
0: and just say it. Bill Simmons tweeted out eight hours ago. So this is earlier this morning. The 11th man on a team losing by 17 in garbage time isn't supposed to do shit like this to the league's mvp it's a cheap shot that led to a second cheap shot and he points down to the retweet of the of the video from from last night um, and it was of some dick posting that tyler hero ain't gonna do a goddamn thing uh I... we don't want our guy suspended
2: <laughs> for 50 games Do you think you think that um adam silver is gonna let that slide like that's uh... Yeah.
0: Yeah. On, on an international cash cow, of course not, of course not. You know, uh, we're we're not above conspiracy theories in the NBA. We're not above it. I mean, I think that's that's pretty much our analysis of the league, anyways. <laughs> so, so I I I, I highly highly uh, doubt Jokic is gonna get much of anything from this. So there you go but yeah bill simmons that bill simmons tweeted that out by the way yeah and it's, yeah just it's just just
2: dumb just stupid you, 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 it, it, and we are being defensive but we're also being defensive to a man who is notoriously anti-miami heat anyway
0: oh yeah oh yeah no, he has to be been there yeah yeah of course
2: we we ruined his saga wanna why because not only did we win more than his big three did mm-hmm. back in those days. And we Even got. More. And we, we also got Ray exactly. Allen, who, like, for anybody who doesn't follow basketball, allow me to give you the hockey equivalent of this. It's basically if you know, and this is me knowing my hockey equivalent a little bit. It's mm. not that we had Sidney Crosby; we took Evgeny uh, uh, Malkin. I don't okay. know if he's still playing. Uh, you know, he, he was. He's, he yeah, was he's quintessential. To the Penguins injured, in, their, yeah. in their in their in their runs, yeah. So that that's like my yeah, only. That, yeah, the yeah, Penguins' dude. big three was basically
0: him, Crosby, and and Flurry in the in, in back of the net. So so yeah, yeah. So um, it's like we
2: gave you well, Mark Andre fleury has been around everywhere, so that's why I didn't use that analogy.
0: Well, um, uh, I mean, and... he was the first guy shunned out from there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and... Yeah, I can't think so, of anything else in the That's of that literally movie. what I gave. But, I mean Marion uh, also jumps to Oh no, I died. I know, but, but, but anyways, yeah, yeah. So like um Yeah. yeah. So Was he
2: even around anymore? Didn't he SB on That's not fair
0: though, because he Didn't he have like an HBO thing and nobody watched that or something like that? And
2: now he's, Because who wants to watch someone just uh, kind He's the
0: of he's clean the founder over? of The Ringer.
2: Who wants, who uh, and wants he's to watch Spotify everybody just cream was, over yeah. about freaking so. the Boston Celtics? Who with they're not even relevant now, yeah. except for how to not propel a team. Mm-hmm. And then um, at least with Stephen A. Smith, I can buy his like love and hate of other teams. You know what I mean? Like I, I can get behind it a little bit when it's not NBA related. But everybody else, like, come on. Man. Mm-hmm. All right, All just, right. Just to,
1: so- everybody's a good. One. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got goons we got goons all right charles now um uh we'll stick to the nba before we cause we're actually only we actually did a pretty good job we're at 35 minutes it didn't yeah. go as long as we thought um uh, but and and i'm i don't know if we want to get the main rant that's going to happen and save that for the second half of the show I feel like it would be an injustice if we just started it now and only we're cutting ourselves off you know so i feel like i'll talk about this goon real quick and it's it's the phoenix sun's owner
2: okay oh okay perfect because i was gonna make that suggestion yes
0: it's a phoenix we're in the nba right now so it's a perfect transition so um uh yeah let's let's just just go with
2: just write that into. And then you <laughs> can also Twitter.
0: say it's white. <laughs> yes, yeah, white. Okay, so interview- I
2: sent you guys that. I was like, for reals?
0: Yeah. Okay, so here we go. So it, it came out. Uh, here's the ESPN thing here, full investigative story, uh, with more than 70 current and former Phoenix Suns employees reveal accusations of racism and misogyny against the owner of the Suns, Robert Sarver. Uh, we have a quote there if the commissioner comes in investigates see what the f is going on in phoenix he would be appalled and something came out today about his wife contacting former employees with regards to this um there's, there's she
2: sees that her cash cow is going
0: yeah baxter holmes uh breaking the story here and And really this may be the culmination of a very strained relationship between Phoenix and the actual Suns team. And it probably stems a lot with this ownership uh, and and this owner in particular. Because it wasn't too long ago now, and people forget pretty quickly in the NBA, that the Suns were were a really shitty team.
1: Terrible.
0: (laughs) I mean, repetitively but, terrible. Yeah, we we had that woman that was at the city council meeting or whatever in, in that fantastic, lovely, uh, red sweater, uh, just dunking on the team for putting out a very horrendous team on purpose. Uh, the to, old lady, to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was a real MVP yeah. at that time. Real so, MVP. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so the and, and you know, hey, kudos to to James Jones and. For, for putting together a team that that could compete, you know, regardless of yeah, you know, regardless of uh, of Charles's feelings about Devin Booker, uh, you know, he's there and he's doing he's doing all right. Chris Paul, old man Chris Paul, going in and being uh, a mentor, trying to get one last shot at something. So they put together a good team, but maybe in spite of this ownership, not not because of the ownership, you know, yeah, it's they, a different reason see, why, yeah.
2: So, you know, Robert Sarver would probably want seven of (laughs) Parasophalus's.
1: So, so uh,
0: the Suns have been looking to get a brand new arena. Now, mind you, their current arena, I think was built like in, and I I should look this up. Um, I think it was built in like the early 90s. So it's not even that old. Oh, it's called the Footprint Center now. Didn't know that. So the Footprint Center, what and name. yeah, that's that's kind of a weird name. Um, I, I don't know what it means, but it, it used to be called Talking Stick Resort Arena, but now it's Footprint Center. Just, and just as bad. let's see, opened in 1992. It opened in 1992, should have all the amenities that you would want in an NBA arena, but apparently not good enough for the Suns. And that was the 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 hot thing where that old lady was there, basically like shitting on the team for having a shitty team, and asking for more money for for, for a new arena. And so uh, the Suns, uh, and they're still trying to find a way to finagle a new arena. I'm sure they looked at what happened in Atlanta and Texas, like, oh, they got new stadiums and stuff with the the Braves and the Rangers. Well, why can't we get a new one that was built in 1992? Doesn't make any sense. Anyways, um, they... I, I, and there's and I, I kind of related this into hockey, and uh, I'll get into it later. Anyways, this guy said a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of stuff. There's seventy former employees and current employees, that uh, the culture is not damn good <laughs> in Phoenix. Very
1: bad
2: culture.
0: And the last time something like this happened to an NBA owner was uh, Don what uh, Donald Sterling right with the, the Los Angeles Clippers, and he was. Ousted out of the NBA, was forced to sell his team. Of course, he made a freaking profit from the team, but now they got uh, Steve Ballmer, you know, former Microsoft guy there, and he uh, super super hyped guy. And the Clippers are fine. They got they're gonna have their. Did, have they opened their brand new arena already, or are they're going um, to open their brand yeah, new I think, arena? I think it's in the future. I think it's like next season or something like that. Yeah. Well, regardless, they have a brand new arena that's that's popping out there. Anyways, and so Suns, uh, Suns might actually be in the same scenario soon enough charles
2: yeah what bad luck and what bad luck to chris paul
0: yeah you know, <laughs> racism all
2: factors <laughs> he just,
0: oh, it's the uh uh the san andreas meme oh shit here we go again here we go again
2: <laughs> yeah and the thing is when you it, it, let's it comes let's say a yeah they right? have to do yeah definitive edition you get on your switch but let's say that is a situation that they encounter for whatever reason to have the same result as the Phoenix Suns. You're going to need some leadership, man. I remember that was the Doc Rivers season where I was like, all right, Doc, you're a good coach because mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff that happened. Um, with Phoenix, you have Monty. And Monty's good, though. Monty and Doc, I think, are just two different kind of guys, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a little concerning. But we're, we're ahead of ourselves because, really, it's on to Adam Silver yeah, to kind of do, do. Can yeah. you do because hostile work culture. It's the same way playing to Washington. It has no teeth outside of the league with the Washington football team, their allegations. Mm-hmm. Has no teeth outside of that. So it's all just for puffery. And unfortunately, this is an environment that if you read the reports, it is not something that is just this year or last year's it's a decade and a half. So yeah. it has we have known. We're being, of course, suspicious and our typical goofery going on here, but it was apparent, it was known and Stern obviously didn't care. Um, yeah. So who's this? Anything's going to come of it, even if a force out. Uh, the only yeah. people who would want a force out would be the fans, right? And you're not even getting, you don't even have it like the way that Donald Sterling was when he was on recording with his girlfriend. Yeah. And you heard saying about, you know, she didn't want him These or he didn't just, want her around. For
0: now, right? accusations, allegations, right? That, that's all that's happening
2: right now. And so. what people need to understand in the real world, and allegations are not of the criminal uh, investigation, have mm-hmm. no consequences even case in point deshaun Watson, the civil injunction or the civil i'm thinking i'm thinking of work in the civil suit that he has means nothing right there's still gonna be teams that want to trade him and everything like that the, the 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 nfl hasn't even interfered yet why because there's a lack of a criminal investigation because why as old we can say this people get sued all the time yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah. but it's true so, you know what's what's their own business to kind of handle it there. That's why there's really no penalties. You get like a light slap mm-hmm. on the wrist if you have to pay some people out some hush money. That's what I call it payouts and settlements, but it means nothing. So, what are you getting out of Sarver? And I don't Sar Sarver doesn't strike me as the persona. I don't know enough about Robert Sar, Sarver. I don't. I'm not a, a Suns no, guy. And, and I think
0: and so, yeah and, uh, and maybe it it would it'd have to be a concerted effort by people to try and get him ousted has to be the league. Um, it has yeah. to be all the other owners of the league. Exactly. In the way. It has to be a, and a the whole difference, thing.
2: Yeah, the difference between him and the Sterling situation is this. Donald Sterling was old as hell.
0: Yeah.
2: Robert already old, man. And he was Why would you... outwardly sleazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was an outwardly sleazy guy. So you want to give up that money that you could have because you can't sell the bucks now on a bad... I'm oh, not the bucks. I'm thinking of them because they were recently sold a couple of years ago. But you don't want to sell them on a bad hand You want to as a businessman do what francisco make all the money maximize all the profits because the clippers were profitable at the time of the donald sterling um controversy that came around there was a lot of money to be made when you had their big three of deandre jordan blake griffin and chris paul coming into it phoenix they only just got to the finals this year so you're you're buying more on the hype and weakness of the other teams even if you get a forecell, because if I want to be that Forbes billion dollar team, I want to get all this other cash. But then his wife, because I know we believe that point a little bit, but then his wife went as far as to get, what was it? The witnesses or text Same. the
1: witnesses
2: who were there to conduct her own investigation. So he's, he's, we call that in the legal world bullying and interfering with witnesses. So he's he's owned the Sun
0: since 2004. Mm. So, so that the
2: culture has been as bad as long as he's been there.
0: So, yeah, since 2004 has been his, um, and I guess, oh, it looks like 2021, they're overseeing a $230 million renovation to the, uh, to the arena. So they're staying. So they're not getting yeah. a brand new arena. Okay. I thought I was going to spin this into a hockey thing because the, the coyotes are yeah, their last, the they're on, they're on their last legs with the, the Gila river, uh, arena that they have in in glendale they're going to get kicked out Mm -hmm. after this season and so they're not going to have a home and the only other viable arena is this arena right here which they used to share with the suns but it's not it's not configured for hockey in in the slightest it's it's all it's all off and the same thing happened to the islanders back in brooklyn and i doubt that these 230 million dollar renovations are doing anything to accommodate a hockey team, because they the Suns have outwardly expressed that they they do, they do not want to share with the Coyotes in, in a brand new arena. Thus, they're, they're gonna they're going to renovate their own. The Coyotes will have to look to some other plan. Else, it looks like yeah. they said something with Arizona State University for basketball and hockey teams there, or the coyotes may just have to move out and it's looking like that every day we'll see we'll see with that anyway so yeah that's 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 the stuff that's going down with the suns so that there's a goon that's a goon for you well we'll, we'll yeah. leave it at that it, but at the same time we the in yeah general. yeah so that's that's where we're gonna leave it at that that's that's all i have there uh we're at the 47 minute mark i do have some some small segments here that we can get us to, to kind of get us over to the to the halfway point so I've got here let me see yeah let's let's go with this one we're, we're, I talked a little bit of hockey let's go with a uh, better known minor league team haven't done this in a while so there's about a billion minor league teams out there uh, across all landscapes of sports and I don't I, I don't think I've done this Charles Sanders and Silver Knights, their logo looks like the Vegas Golden Knights. They're the affiliate of the Golden Knights. They were formerly uh, the Detroit Red Wings uh, affiliate for quite a long time. So there you go. So Notable alumni, because I keep trying to get to this. Barry Melrose, who's ESPN's hockey hey. Uh Bob Bugner, who's a uh, current head coach of uh, the NHL. Gerard Gallant, who's a head coach in the NHL, of course, and Panthers Famously sent him in a taxi when he got fired. Uh, a lot of Detroit Red Wings: Thomas Holstrom, uh, Ken Holland uh, played for them as well. And of course, you know, Hall of Fame Detroit Red Wings GM put together all those good teams. Uh, Chris Osgood, you got Adam Oates, Darren McCarty. Uh, back when they were in San Antonio, you got a, uh, they were affiliated with the Florida Panthers. So a few guys that are recognizable in the NHL today. Uh, even the Coyotes, they were also fitted with Coyotes. You got Evgeny uh, Dadanoff, Oliver Ekman Larson, Rocco Grimaldi, uh, Danny Heatley, but that was, I think that was a rehab assignment more than any, anything else. Uh, Jacob Markstrom and Keith Yandel all passed through San Antonio while they were there. Uh, They're called the Silver Knights, one because the Golden Knights are the NHL team, and that only makes sense gold silver. But also, Nevada is known as the Silver State, so that makes sense for them. And then you also uh, have that uh, last season, the AHL was kind of weird. Some teams didn't play. Some teams did play. The Pacific Division mm-hmm. did play, and they had an actual playoff. Not for the um, the, the Calder Cup in the, in the AHL. They just played a playoff series. And they lost. It was basically a division championship. And uh, Henderson lost their division championship final to Bakersfield Condors. So there you go. They play at the Dollar Loan Center, Charles. Or actually, they will play at the Dollar Loan Center. It hasn't been built yet. It will open up next year. It holds 6,019 people. It will also be home to the Indoor Football League team The Vegas Nighthawks Which is also owned by the Golden Knights So they have a whole night thing going With the the team And the Big West Conference Basketball Championships will be held There as well They currently play at the Orleans Or Orleans Arena In Paradise, Nevada And they will be moving into their new home At the end of this current season So they will move in this season Just at the end of the season and their current arena is the former home to an uh, ECHL team, an uh, arena football team, a lingerie football league team, an arena soccer team. And they hosted the 2021 U.S. Figure Skating Championship Bubble. So that's that's it for, for that. And you know what, Charles? I'm just sick of this. Let's just go to the freaking <laughs> award from our non-sponsors. I don't know how long this one's going to last. So let's just get into it people, places, things, consists, what have you, that we've been enjoying over the last week. Ah, oh, man. Um, I- I'm frazzled with all these technical difficulties. They completely throw uh, thrown me off it. my game, to be honest. Because <laughs> I don't know what not to touch on my computer <laughs> at the moment. I feel like I just need to know.
1: Mm.
0: All right. So I, mean, I can lead it. I yeah, can lead it yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead, man. If, if ahead. that would make yeah. your life easier. Yeah. So, it's
2: just for now. Francisco. Yeah
1: sometimes
2: mm-hmm. you know i've been doing video games too much but that is what prominent in my life and so it is it is prominent it does mm. what it has to do and it goes from there and some games are very intense some games absorb a lot of my time some mm. games teach you how to be a father if you heard our show last week resident evil village congratulations yeah. andrew octodad you,
1: yeah.
2: you know that's another one not our andrew different Andrew was the white baby shout out came from um but you know not all of us can be a Ethan Winters. Sometimes we have to get out of spooky season and go to a very relaxed kind of environment. And as I play right now, because I realize I'm not doing all the bonuses because I have a gem requirement. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to replay the stuff to play the bonus levels. Mm-hmm. So this is where I part ways with it. But as we speak, this game taxes the brain little bit not too complicated this game is cute and cuddly and good for the soul this game is charming this game is good for anybody who has a nintendo switch or for anybody who just needs something a little bit different if you have the opportunity to play one time on a wii u you get a second opportunity on a Nintendo switch this game is captain toad treasure tracker you toad and your buddy toadette are on the hunt for stars for coins for gems to fight some big ass bird named lingo to try to do right for everybody in and of itself it's fun it's nothing unique it's based off the side missions that were in super mario no super mario 3d world right yes so super mario 3d world and had a little bit of a cameo with super mario odyssey and nintendo went and just kind of did its own thing i got it for like eight bucks on digital because you know, I free stuff you can get it on your Switch for like forty, and probably on your Wii U for sixty. Because you know, prices like that are jacked up. But it's more puzzle oriented. It's about a good four or five hours of your time going there. I'm not a completionist. I just get what I can in the main run, unless there's stuff that really expands on the story, lore-wise. There's no lore here. You are just trying to get your gold, buddy. You're basically a uh, a pirate. It's almost as if it's Nintendo's version of what um city slickers i would totally you want to make live action anime movies here we out now nintendo we're going to copy and pan this out the same way we did with aces which was our tv show on netflix but i would pay money for the the animated captain toad movie that's basically city slickers with toad and toadette voiced by billy crystal and you know what bring in toadette as meg <laughs> okay. ryan you can have a when harry met sally <laughs> kind of reunion it, it's obviously Game's not hard, can just be challenging if you don't think to a certain degree. whole lot of fun, very cute, very adorable, very good to kind of get away from high intensity because I've also been playing Deathloop. You already know my opinion on it, but I don't like to give reviews on the show until I've completed Mm -hmm. them fully. I think I love it. I I burnt myself out of it over the weekend, though. I I did, because I popped in like 10 hours. I was six, I didn't do
1: much this
2: weekend. So, but you know, I'm 32, I, I can't put in like the for the hour straight and night, especially since it's a loop game, but I don't want to talk about one game to go from this one. Captain Toad. I played like the last two weeks when I was waiting, dressed up as Woody from Toy Story at my place <laughs> to hand out candy. I had the switch in hand waiting for those kids. It's something that you can take on and go. It's something that you can play on your TV, something that you can play during a podcast and eat up a lot of time. I can't trade it in, of course, because I bought digital, but it's something that even maybe if I need a slow moment as I'm about to turn it off and put it onto a different game because I've hit my max with it now that I would definitely try to revisit again for its uniqueness, its fun, and its charm. So Captain Toad, Treasure shot, uh, Tracker, for your Nintendo Switch, probably also get for your Wii U. The Nintendo Switch version has the bonuses from levels that come from Super Mario Odyssey, another fantastic game, which I think I did put as a non-sponsor we talked about in the past, but definitely play that game. Gun to your head, you're only allowed one game um, to play on your Switch. It's Odyssey, not Breath of the Wild. Why? Because Breath of the Wild is not everybody's cup yeah. of tea. Especially if you hate breakable weapons, but mm. any person who hates Odyssey, they're uh, they're parasophilus, and we don't trust them. So <laughs> that's my uh, non-sponsored week. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker for your Nintendo Switch and for your Wii U. Uh, promo code City Slickers. Wouldn't no. you pay for that? Literally, I, I would. Ryan I would. And, uh, you could
0: even. I mean, I mean. Yeah, you can. You could even tie in uh, the, the the it could be like a spinoff of this this new Chris Pratt Mario movie or whatever, you know billy
2: crystal as toad is something i never thought i needed until i saw it <laughs> in my head
0: i actually i really i honestly think that would be a great idea All right it's voice acting so you don't have to get him. you know i'm sure yeah, yeah, of course you'd have to pay him but maybe not as much i'm not sure he, i'm sure he'd do it he hasn't done anything in a while yeah
1: yeah he can't be famous for just
0: watching the clippers suck <laughs> you know I, I, I'm totally behind this idea. I am totally behind this idea. Uh, Alright, so... Uh, my non-sponsor... Uh, I'm going to go with a food-based one. Food-based one, because... and I, I just want to make sure... I do not do anything that makes my computer crash. So, <laughs> um... It might have been the PS2 game running in the background, too. That might have actually done it, too. Because it's been running smoothly since I've... I've not loaded that up, so... you know Whatever. Anyways... Um, uh so so charles uh yeah i went out over, over the weekend you know on a friday night I had a good time right so uh it was getting late and stuff like that and um someone was craving food some 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 asian food i'm like oh man I could be open open this if late you say at night payway,
2: i'm throwing my phone at you
0: if i say what
2: if you say payway, i'm throwing my phone at you oh hell no just
0: oh, saying. I no 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 dude, I, I'm not I'm not I'm 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 not gonna do that to myself. I'm not gonna do that with someone I'm going out with, right? I, I'm trying to be a be a good person and, and treat them right. I'm like I'm just ugh, uh, you know. I know I put ketchup on my subs, man. I know I haven't watched the Sandlot, but I'm not that trashy. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, something late at night it was midnight and stuff, and we just have the hankering, right? Just have the hankering. And I'm like, you know what's a good place nearby that has some good Asian food, Asian fusion stuff? It's a place called Moshi Moshi down here in Miami. They got a few locations Moshi Moshi, they got sushi, they got sake, they got tapas, they got all that stuff. They got these donuts, Charles. I got donuts i got donuts is that those powder donuts yeah powder donuts. They're, they're, they're,
2: they're like your little um they look like bows but they're not bows um, they're so
0: a little bit they're they're uh, they're not shaped like traditional donuts it's just that yeah. you know they're it's fried dough come on donuts are fried dough right so it's like so, you knew i had orange
2: chicken before i jumped on the show <laughs> By the
0: way. um so yeah yeah and, and um the person i was going out with is a Legitimate Asian person, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, they the, they they did it right. They did the noodles right." I'm like, "Okay, good. All right, none of this um, none of this payway stuff, you know." Just saying. All right, we, they they actually, I think they actually have actual Asians working on the food here, not some Cuban guy in the back. <laughs> so, so yeah, Moshi Moshi. I've been to them countless times already. Their food is good. The ramen is good. I like the ramen there. Okay. Uh, some some people are a little too picky with their ramen and stuff like that. Those guys, it's just it's pork broth. It's broth. It's it's you know. It, 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 but uh, actually, I've had some pretty shitty ramen in in one restaurant. But I'm not gonna call them out because I don't even remember their name. Uh, but it was yeah. But they're in Miami Lakes. <laughs> they're in Miami Lakes, and I'm like, I should have known. Uh, I'm getting a little too far from the center here of culture. You know, a little too close to Hialeah. And I've had Asian food in Hialeah, and most of it's not good. The Chinese place that I get my, uh, you know, you know, Chinese food from, the sweet and sour chicken, and all that stuff, they do alright. They do alright, right? right? Uh, but you uh, know what? When I lived in Miami,
2: I only had Chinese food like,
0: twice. Yeah. Like I couldn't find the place. Yeah. But Moshi Moshi, I I, I like them. I, I I vibe with them. They they got some good stuff, and they're 24 7 so if you got the hankering for for something anything check out their menu man they got they got it all they got it all uh let's see and just just look at their menu here uh gosh where is uh oh i guess they have it all like this never mind oh you have to go on uber eats to see their. oh there it is well, we're, gonna, we're gonna look at it anyways um and yeah yeah charles i've had the the tempura i've had the gyoza of course have the harumaki plenty of that Uh, i i I love i I love a good ramen that's for sure um they've got all your all your traditional rolls that you expect to be there right you got your sushi of course you got your sashimi and 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 yeah yeah, and I always go with the the pork tonkotsu ramen. Okay, give me all that. Give me all of that, please. Just, just ah, uh, pork. Uh, there's something about pork belly, man. There's some good stuff. There's just something about it. it's. It, you know, what what is it? Um, umami, right? That's that's the the other sense that our our, our tongues can taste or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. something about that umami, man. That that's that's the real treat right there. So yeah, uh, promo code. A uh, Cuban guy working in the back
1: <laughs> well, we're getting canceled.
0: <laughs> we should have been canceled a long time ago, dude. We,
1: <laughs>
0: for real. yeah, no, no, we we are just we're just working on uh, at this point, this is overtime, man, and we're getting away
2: with it. All right, Charles, Captain Toad has their DLC is six dollars, but you get eighteen tracks, and I will be.
0: Buying that mm, uh, yeah for yeah 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 black friday get one of those nintendo cards for cheap get
2: yeah it. yeah I, I mean for six dollars for 18 more courses that's about two hours mm. I, I, that, that's one of the few like dlcs i can justify to because you already have a game that's no story so i just want more puzzles yeah that makes
1: my
3: brain work
0: yeah that works out that that definitely works out and yeah, i, I kind of wish it was on the wii i probably would have bought it on the wii u if it, if it popped up on there but regardless, uh, all right, Charles, we're, we're back to Gottlieb's goons. All, all right, right, we're back, and, and this right. is we're, we're and this being is nice. this has been.
2: We went from jiggly puffs to wiggly tups. Don't mess with us. Paris this op-iles. has
0: been, Charles. Yeah, you know, you've had many, many petty sagas over the course of oh, our three not. years on the show. We right, know we know not. your relationship with Aaron Boone. Right, we know your relationship with Vince McMahon. Of mm. We know that. Mm. We know that. Especially. Right? And and we know your your proficiency for calling out frauds like the 76ers. We know this. But there's one in particular that has crescendoed. It has 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 finally ripened. And we are and we are and it's bearing fruit finally and and we are picking the fruit. And it's very low-hanging fruit right now, folks. And that's the beauty of it. It is very low-hanging fruit. And uh, look, we are not above low-hanging fruit on this show. In fact, it's it's basically a lot of the premise of the show of why we started it. Um, your relationship with Aaron Rodgers, not the Green Bay Packers, but Aaron Rodgers and specifically, has been one of the more interesting sagas because because I know how much you love being right about this man I know how much every time the Packers make it to the NFC championship game and they falter and I know that Ron Burgundy image of you with the heart on is so right so true okay the Dana White load size, the Guy Fieri load size, all of those gifts are are so true. But Charles, over this past week, it has, it, I, I, I can't even, I don't even, I don't, there's no load size that can encompass what has happened. Aaron Rodgers, we talked about it last week, but it was only the beginning last week was only beginning Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID alright fine okay he even said hey man I don't hate him I just you know hope he's not going to get sick or anything like that it's just you know it it was just part of it was just funny to you right it's just funny but I didn't I didn't expect it to kind of roll into what it did I was very I thought it was going to be more low key than that right I, I wasn't expecting that. Uh oh, it looks like Andrew wants to pop in here. Uh if he you you can tell him that, Charles, if he wants to pop in. Yeah, I'll back. So uh so and I, I I want Andrew to join in and to, to pop in here because this is gonna be one of the most epic
2: He joined. Uh, He's gonna hear
0: this. One of the most epic rants. And, and we've had ever, and it is this is the most satisfying of your petty sagas because it is, it has come to a head because it's not just you this time because look I was on the Packers bandwagon right and I, I I'd be like you know Aaron Rodgers not that bad of a guy he does the State Farm commercials he looks pretty cool <laughs> and I've been like that for the last couple of years well you've had this sort of this 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 uh, solo crusade against the man. Um, um. You know, and it's like okay, fine, and and we've all seen the relationship with him and his family, and how much they, they all hate each other. He dated Patrick Patrick and stuff like that, and now he's got the whole Californian, um, uh, I don't even know how, how to describe it vibe to him right now. And uh, he goes on the Pat McAfee show, uh, and I guess friend of the program, I guess because Andrew met him. So let's, we'll just say that.
2: <laughs> we, also, we also love Pat McAfee because he commentates on SmackDown.
0: That's true. He's a big wrestling aficionado.
2: Andrew, are you there? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here.
0: Okay. It he goes in a Pat McAfee show. And it, it, it's kind of funny that the memes people popped out with, with essentially, he, if there was a bingo card of, uh, Anti vax rhetoric and Rogers hit all of the things. You got bingo, you got bingo from it. Um, we heard everything, and the title of this episode is SG 21 121, sponsored by Evermectin. <laughs> because, of course, it is. This is all funny to me now, mind you, me. Me, personally, I really don't care. (laughs) I just find it funny. This is all so funny to me. And the fact that it ties into this... uh, Our own... I I call our show our own personal show show lore makes it all the more satisfying. And we're going to get Charles, who's going to come in here and finally... (laughs) finally he, he's he's vindicated he's been vindicated Charles has been vindicated for this three-year this three-year crusade and it's finally been vindicated so here we go Charles here we go
2: oh man I feel, I feel this is only appropriate because we started the show with Spider-Man but I'm seeing you with the most bombastic fantastic song of 2004 that wasn't crazy really love with Beyonce Jay-Z actually I think it was 2003 it's dashboards confessionals vindicated from um Spider Man two hope dangles on a string like slow spinning redemption winding in, winding out, then he goes, Vindicated, I am selfish, I'm he's just putting it out there, I'm vindicated, boys. I am right, I swear right, swear I knew it all along, but I am flawed and I have read it up so well. I am swear to know, swear so self. There's so much songs. The other song I would use in comparison to this is Johnny Cash's God's Gonna Cut You Down. You know what say You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Soon later God's cut you down. When the Dark comes down the light. To answer your question, this California look that he's looking for right now is being a big Lebowski on a diet. That, that's the first thing. He showed up in the pandemic. we show with the Star Wars Force but not Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker shirt. First off. That really should tell you. Of all the Star Wars shirts and the <laughs> movies to watch, you're going to watch the one that gives you no such context to any of the things that they're collecting to Because you made no sense, just like uh, Rise of Skywalker. Congratulations, Aaron. What did I say last week on the show, guys? I said, he can't handle that criticism. He, he's soft. He's soft. He's basically the football equivalent of the Parasophilus. Andrew, I need you to Google Parasophilus. Parasophilus. I can't say it, man. I can barely say my own name. Come on, (laughs) give me a break here. Parasolophilus and then look at at Nikola Djokic. But he goes around, he tells people, he says in August that he's been immunized. He goes on this whole thing. Then he goes on the Pat McAfee show saying that he's taking a combination of vitamin C, ivermectin, all these other things and then proceeds to go on and say get defensive because he's saying that he didn't lie to the media he only stated things that are different and then everybody is just trying to be like <laughs> but that's a lie it's an omission of truth and it's a mission of truth because you don't want your opinion to literally be influenced and attacked and you go on this whole soapbox craze of that you believe that cancel culture is going to come out me that the book left's not going to like me or the right's going to be anti-vaxxing but I don't think either side is going to look at you like that, Aaron. I think they're just going to look at you as a putz. They're going to look at you as, an for somebody who's 37 years old, 38 years old, as someone who's immature to the fan base and can't take that heat and that criticism because you just didn't want to outright tell people, nah. This has been a very polarizing topic for a lot of people throughout the year the year of when the vaccine has become made available. And there has been people who are younger you in less fortunate situations who do not have a platform the way that you do that could have just been like, oh, are you going to get the shot on? Nah, or yeah, and that's it. And we have to deal with the blowback every single day. I get blowback for saying I'm vaccinated from people who think, you know, ice house beer is the best kind of beer out there. I'm sure there's blowback for people who don't get vaccinated and they have to deal with you know other people saying, oh, you understand, you're people at risk. Everybody is dealing with criticism on a topic that is prevalent through all of not just this country, every country in this world. And you have a platform to be like, yeah, I'm immunized. And then because you get this little soapbox with your buddy Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk, who played with you, by the way, and you explain your whole logic and then. You, you drop face. If you watch that clip, the minute he says Ivermectin, you see A.J. i like, got mm, it, got it. And then you try to get another bite of the apple by going back on the same show, who's always going to take you because no other sports group is going to have access to a megastar, one ring, kids, megastar, um, to have on that platform, the Pat McAfee show. He's certainly going on the ESPN, NFL Network, and tried to once again save face. It is disastrous. Tyre Woods PR worked better, I think, than Aaron Rogers going on right now, man. All these disasters because it's not that you did anything wrong. You just – is this fair to say you thought that your opinion was more important than really what it was? I kind of think so. And it feels good because my whole predication on him was him as a player. Where I was like, I get it, but I don't get it anymore. I, I know where he was 10 years ago to make everybody laugh him up and think he's so fantastic. But that has come and gone. And all people did was pilfer onto the, the blame onto or filter the blame onto Mike McCarthy, Tom Capers, all these other guys. But this was a storm of shit. Not a shit storm, but a storm of shit that had been brewing since last season when we got to the off season. That, you know, Jordan Love had been, you know, he was he was drafted out, he was, you know, drafted in, basically. He's feeling like he's getting phased out. Rogers does know if he want to come back. He played this whole thing. I was like, oh, I'm probably going to retire. I don't know. So you already brought in unwanted, unnecessary drama and now you put in even further drama because what has happened, guys? You know you're not vaccinated. You're saying you're immunized, but guess what that doesn't come into? Is, it's basically saying that you're not within the protocols of protection as needs to the NFL. And it so happens that the Green Bay Packers have had a high proliferation of um, positive COVID testing the last couple of weeks. So you basically maybe put – the eyes on your organization for bad protocols because they gave you an exception because they collared you like the baby that you are. You should literally join up with Nikola Jokic and join the ABC Little Children Daycare. And maybe they can teach you how to win instead of saying me, right?
3: Oh, <laughs> mic drop. Oh, man. I kept it brief for y'all because Andrew's in. I, I want to hear his voice. That. News just came out a few minutes ago. Okay. Um. So the Packers have been fined $300,000. Rodgers and wide receiver Alan Lazard were each fined $14,650. Um, the Packers were fined because, let's see, hold on.
2: Because uh, Aaron Rodgers won't wash his hair?
3: <laughs> All right, well,
0: let me, yeah. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me search... Uh, um, Packers fine on Twitter while you're looking that up. Uh let's see. They didn't feed according to Lindsey Jones. The league did indeed find the Packers $300,000. I'm getting an echo on my end. Um from uh speaker. Um and Aaron Rodgers and alan Lazard uh, $14,650 each for COVID protocol violations. Those include some instances of the players not wearing masks in the building, including press conferences and attending the Halloween party. So that's according to the discipline uh, negotiated by the NFL and NFLPA. Okay, so that that just popped out. So $300,000 to the team and...
2: A team that's publicly owned. That's hard, man.
0: And $14,650... For Rogers and Lazard for the Halloween party. So there you go. I wonder what I wonder what he went as Probably It was John Wick. Oh, oh well.
2: What's he gonna do? Because he could, he's gonna attack the COVID anybody. Like, <laughs> you
0: can't get me. <laughs> so there you go. What a Our, oh man. So, Andrew, do you have any opinions about this? Now knowing that the saga across all of this.
3: I mean, well, first, can we say uh, this is one of the fastest falls from grace that I've ever experienced? The guy went from, I mean, look, just a few weeks ago, he was lauded and, you know, pats on the back were saying, I still own you, Chicago. Everyone thought that was great. Everyone loved his Halloween costume as being John Wick. You know, DisTown double check. You know, it's like, the guy could do no wrong. He was on Jeopardy. You know, people thought that Jeopardy would be in his future. Hell, I thought, you know, it's perfect. Jeopardy is going to be selecting its host. They're shooting shows right now with Mayim Bialik through, I think, February. I mean, the timing is perfect. He retires after the this season. And, and this is my thinking before all this happened. I was thinking he'll retire after the season. He'll slot right in on Jeopardy. It'll be perfect. He's thrown that away for sure. He's... I mean, aside from the, f- I mean, he's an idiot for taking ivermectin and, and listening to fucking Joe Rogan. Jesus Christ. Um, but th- I mean, more than that, I mean, I I think all people like that are idiots. But you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, you know, sure, go ahead and be an idiot. Um. But the fact that he, he says, I may have deceived people. No, you lied. You said I'm immunized. That's like saying.
2: i mean i said the equivalent of it's just a, it's just a razor bump baby nothing to worry about that's But uh-huh. I, I, I said that in the chat he said that i, I think he said that last episode actually <laughs>
3: and like well I'm gonna, greatest hits guys yeah like that you can't pull the well i was immune no there are only <laughs> two ways you can be immunized to get something one is to get the damn thing, and the other is to get a vaccine. Those are the only Type, way you can get immunized.
2: Technically, third would be dead, and we're not that lucky right now. If you're a Chicago Bears fan, that's well,
3: what Well let Well, right. right. Um, yeah, it, death is, is pretty – kind of prevents you from getting any diseases. Um, but to say that you're immunized when – you know full well that you are contravening the nfl's requirements i mean this is on i would say this is on level of stupidity with evander kane who Mm. gave a fake immunization card even though it wasn't required
0: (laughs) yeah and, and Vander Kane needs the money by the way so yeah
3: right um, he, he's getting fine money he don't have um, but like i said my take is if if you're going to be an idiot be an idiot to yourself and don't harm anyone else but he, he not only is he an idiot he <laughs> there was a <laughs> on SNL um during their opening monologue, they they <laughs> reference this. That's
0: our title cover
1: for today.
3: Oh right. Uh, um, and he and he said, "Yeah, I was totally immunized. I I told the guys everything is going to be fine." While I'm in a huddle, breathing in their faces three inches away with my wet mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're an NFL roster. If I remember correctly, is fifty two people. So you got fifty two people. Not to mention the. I don't know, 20-some players on a practice roster, you're putting every single one of them at risk. Even if all of them are vaccinated, and bear in mind, offensive, defensive linemen, they are so at risk for adverse effects of COVID because they're all massively overweight, and that's another discussion for another day. But they've got sleep apnea, they're they've got a load of health issues so if any one of them was unvaccinated for any reason he's putting them at serious risk of severe illness or death and that would be on his hands luckily that doesn't appear to be the case that anyone got severely sick because of Aaron Rodgers but it's it's kind of like DUI. Just because you didn't kill anybody doesn't mean that it's okay for you to do it. So indeed, I I I, I liked Aaron Rodgers. I thought he would have been a great Jeopardy host. You know, I me mean, a little bit weird that he's dating Shalene Sh- uh, Woodley but whatever or engaged I forget it's a little bit of a large age gap but you do you it's it's legal it's okay. like good god almighty
1: yeah, yeah.
3: My, my opinion of him did like a to call it a 180 is being nice It's like, when when a 180 and down 90 degrees, like, there's a roller coaster in Tampa where the the rail goes actually beyond 90 degrees going down. That's what happened. It's gone beyond 90 degrees. It's going backward now and down. Like, Jesus. It's...
0: It's... I don't have enough words for it. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, and uh, And I already prefaced this where I, I really... I mean, I'm... Look, I, I don't get into the whole political thing anyways. So it's, that's a whole other thing for a whole lot of the show and stuff like that. And I'm getting the echo again, by the way. Um, but it's. it's... <laughs> it's just hilarious to me how... The, the bingo card thing how he hit every single point it was like he was trying to 100 speed run the the anti-vaxxer video game anti-vaxxer 64 <laughs> and he and he did it and he did it he speed ran it he set the record so he 100 percented it and it, it was just hilarious and and seeing the reaction on Pat McAfee's show about the two hosts when he just started saying it, it's like, oh my god. They knew they had something there. And and look, mind you, uh, it, of course, Pat McAfee's has a show to promote and a show he wants to continue to grow, right? And it's, it's big enough, right, already, but he wants to be bigger, and he knew. He knew. He's like, oh, this is about to get bigger. And... It, it was great. It, it was it was great, great television or whatever you want to call it, internet television, what have you. Uh, this has been great sports theater, for for us, for for guys. And and once more, this has been great for our own internal lore. Um, it, it feels like this. has... Have you guys
2: ever watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? Uh, yes, no. of course. So you know the vindication gif, right, or the scene? mm Hmm. Okay.
1: Vindication
0: <laughs> And we are finally here. After after so many years. Uh, this is great. This is great. I am so I'm so happy with the way this turned out. <laughs> 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 I'm just I'm very happy with this. Uh, like i, I I'm, I'm 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 so at like like let's say if the Yankees had fired Aaron Boone, like this was this would never have reached that level, because it it, it just it, you know, Two Aaron guys, man. Charles, you have something against guys named Aaron, huh? Uh, yeah, man. A- 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 how are you gonna have A-A-Ron. two A's? How are you gonna have two A's? A A Ron.
2: Karen
3: doesn't have two A's, but you being a Karen oh, Rogers that's is, bud.
0: Oh boy.
3: So so there you go. Um, Did you guys see the the Karen Rogers? memes though oh yeah and
2: and, i i have these memes of Aaron Rodgers put in my veins man because i've been living that dream (laughs) karen rogers (laughs) oh
0: man so all right so andrew we have had a ton of technical difficulties in this show so i'm I'm, this is probably not gonna run as long because i need to figure it out the show has crashed twice already um, and I don't know what's going on. Your mic is incredibly like low right we, now. We got hacks from well. Serbia. I'm I can hear you, you, but it's not as high as Charles's mic. And I don't know why. <laughs> Hold so on. The, let me there's, try a, there's a few things that have happened this episode. And I, I kind of get an echo sometimes. So, yeah, uh, you figure that out. Um, but a few things have happened in the show uh, that have. Uh, and it might be. And you know what? We can, we can put on 10 hats. It might be a whole thing. Aaron Rodgers didn't want us to get to this point, right?
2: i'm just saying you mean you know? nikola jokic
0: or yeah well he, he already heard that or mcdonald's is retaliating for our 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 uh, horrendous plug for the mcrib earlier this episode um
2: because uh yes we are sponsored by the McRib this episode <laughs> Andrew, uh-huh. I went so far as saying that even I wouldn't have it. you yeah. know what I put in my body. And that I'm is... basically critter for fast food. From it's always something. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You are, you are. Um, you, oh, cricket, not
2: critter. Yeah, or a cricket. There we go. Yeah, Rickety
0: Rickety cricket. Yeah. Go. So, um, are you there, Andrew? Uh, I think he's, he's trying to figure out his own technical difficulties. The Turkish well, and... brothers killed our boy. <laughs> okay, now he's popped back in. All right, Andrew. Can you hear me now? Yeah, much, much, much better. better. There we go. Well, while we well while we have you here, and while the computer hasn't exploded, uh, let's uh, let's let's run through the gamut of college football. Okay. Because um, uh, you know Manny forever, everybody. Manny forever. Uh, <sighs> Manny forever.
3: Uh, I think Manny Diaz has saved his job. Um, <sighs> I I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, I I, I mean, the, I mean, the Huskers are keeping Frost for another year. Um, And honestly, I think this is going to sound weird and counterproductive, but I think it's actually for the best if, uh... excuse me if they keep Diaz and let me explain why right now, the coaching market is very volatile. Um, I mean, Diaz sucks, but he's at least keeping the team more or less bowl eligible every year. He's not, he's not Willie Taggart where they lost two straight seasons at FSU. The the problem is if you keep switching coaches so much, eventually you you basically break down your system. Um, you know, quarterbacks particularly they are not they don't respond well to change. Uh, they prefer routine. They keep prefer to have the same offensive coordinator, the same scheme. Uh, same recruiting pipelines. Um, Like I said, Diaz isn't horrible. He's just average. Um, You know, there's a a lot changing. Like UCF is now a power five job. You know, uh, you know, that was a, a, a big problem was that, you know, Scott Frost left for Nebraska, which admittedly that one's a little bit different because that was his alma mater. But you see Justin Fuente, um, Matt Rule at one point before he went to the Carolina Panthers, uh, Tom Herman, uh, Willie Taggart, Charlie Strong. I could go on and on and on. These coaches would jump because – they were going from a G five school with basically they're at the ceiling to a power five job with infinitely more money, infinitely more resources. So you've got UCF, Houston, BYU and Cincinnati all making that jump. So instantly those are jobs that, you know, normally Luke, uh, Luke, fickle. I mean, admittedly he is under consideration for the USC job. Um, but since he being in a Power Five, I know they're not there yet, but they're going to be there in two seasons. So there's actually light at the end of the tunnel for the Luke Fickles of the world to say, "Just stay a little bit. My money is going to increase." Um, but then you've got LSU has Orgeron leaving at the end of the year. You've got USC, who's on an interim coach uh UMass, well, UMass is UMass, but Miami is not the top job right now. Let's let's be brutally honest. This isn't the U of the of the nineteen eighties and the two thousands. They are a they are the fourth, they are the third or fourth best team in the state right now, despite their ranking.
1: Um,
2: comments are made on that, but go ahead.
3: I mean, oh, maybe Ooh. not this season, but generally speaking, you know, UF F- FSU sucks. They're fourth right now. Um, UF UCF sucks. F-
2: UCF sucks. sucks. FSU sucks. UM is the best football team in Florida. Don't give me the UCF crap. The Owls are good, right?
3: (laughs) Acknowledge me, Andrew. The the Owls are good, right? They are. I I acknowledge that Miami is okay. Mm. We can finish eight and four this season.
2: (laughs) We'd be two ranked teams. How many teams have you been that are ranked?
3: Well, Boise was ranked at one point. (laughs)
2: There
1: you
3: go. Uh, But anyway, but generally speaking, any one year can be an anomaly. Let's look at trends here. Miami has sucked over the last few years, they got the shit kicked out of them in the Pinstripe Bowl by Wisconsin. They got the shit kicked out of them by Louisiana Tech. They didn't score a damn point against Louisiana Tech. Miami is woefully overrated right now. Woefully overrated.
1: Uh,
2: This heat? Is this because I said Mackenzie Milton is trash?
3: That's the problem with Mike Norvell, let's be honest. Norvell sucks. He should not have left Memphis again. There's the problem. Well, Memphis is inevitably going to be joining the big 12 when the big 12 expands again in a couple of seasons. Um, you know, it's looking like Memphis, Boise state, uh, at least those two, there's rumors about San Diego state and South Florida. Um, but yeah, Miami is not the job it once was until you get another Butch Davis in there, not current Butch Davis, but old Butch Davis. I mean, to you be know, fair, Miami, Schellenberger. Miami has, not been, it has not been a job for
2: 15 years by who we've hired in the last 15 years. So this
3: I is mean, not who who have your coaches been recently? Al Golden.
2: Randy Shannon, Al Golden, um, what's it, I think, uh, Mark Rick, Ruck, who was on service go and then we got Manny at the Rick, was like, I'm out. So, like, th- those names I gave you. If you want to say Rick is good or it was a big name, I would say that suspect. It's just he was in Georgia for so long. And the fact that he was semi-competitive in the SEC worked transition well to the ACC. But I would say, like, that your, your logic is more equivalent to, like, UF, if anything.
3: And that's another thing. A lot of people are thinking Mike... A lot of people were saying Mike Norvell should have been left on the tarmac in Columbia because he lost 40 to 17 to South Carolina. You mean Mullins? Sorry, Mullins. Yeah. 40 to 17 to South Carolina. There was a play where probably the closest guy to the wide receiver who was completely open in the end zone probably members of the International Space Station were closer to him than members of the Florida Secondary. The guy was... It was unbelievably wide open. I don't think there was anyone in the end zone where this guy was. It was insane. That was not a good play. (laughs) Their one good showing was almost beating alabama and that's about it
0: so so uh all right so andrew uh are, you you went to the you, you say you uh teleconference right
3: it normally stupid espn oh god they said it, i was expecting it to start at seven like mm. they but instead, they just started, said that it was going to start at 9:45. Uh,
0: okay, that's a long time to to wait for that. Well, oh,
3: I'll I'll, ex- I'll explain but, later. So,
0: so so last last week, I briefly mentioned that one of our Gottlieb's goons is a college football playoff committee, but we didn't really get into it because you were here. Correct. So college football playoff committee is a goon, and you want know they're 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 pretty much an eternal goon at this point, right? I would assume so. More or less. So, so. That's,
3: that's a that's a fair assessment. Yeah.
0: So my my beloved Cincinnati Bearcats, you know, left out at that. But and
3: uh... I'm I'm gonna be honest, Francisco. The 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 sh- the reveal show is starting in three minutes. I'm actually pulling that up to mm.
0: watch it.
3: Okay. Um. But. I would be surprised if they if they were in the top six again. Yeah, and let me explain so, why. So
0: I'm gonna have to jump to another bandwagon.
3: <laughs> let me let me explain why because it it seems unfair. You know, I'm I'm a part of the RCFB poll that's published every week. I had Cincinnati at two. I kept them in place. The problem is. Michigan State lost. Alabama eked out a win against LSU. Teams all around Cincinnati, uh, Ohio State lost by, by less than 10 points. I think they lost by nine points to Nebraska. But ultimately, the... The buzzwordy thing is, oh, good teams grind it out against teams they shouldn't lose to. But then when that same logic is used against G5 schools, it's, oh, they must suck because they weren't able to put away inferior competition. In this case, inferior competition is Tulsa. But Tulsa is really, really, I don't know what it is with Tulsa but they have, have you guys ever there was a book i read a long time ago where it was talking about how one of the characters knew how to match a person's handshake pressure perfectly so they were like the best handshaker in the world you know they never squeezed too hard they didn't uh, they weren't a limp fish they matched the handshake perfectly in terms of grip and pressure. That is what Tulsa is. They played Cincinnati. The only reason Cincinnati won, or at least it didn't go into overtime, was because Tulsa fumbled the ball at the goal line. Otherwise, we probably looking at an OT game. And if you look at last year, when Cincinnati was the top team and almost went undefeated, they just lost in... Luke Fickle made a terrible decision coaching last year in the Peach Bowl against Georgia, but Cincinnati had to kick a walk-off field goal to beat Tulsa. Hmm. Meanwhile, Tulsa almost beat Oklahoma State, but then they play it close with fucking UC Davis. (laughs) Which nothing against UC Davis. Yeah, they,
0: they get up for the game. For they get up for the big games, you know. Uh,
3: like <laughs> Uranity Tree talks. They about they, they
0: play to their competition. They play down exactly, and then they, and they play Tree up.
3: Would, would talk about that a lot with uh, with Pittsburgh. He would say they play up and they play down to their competition. Tulsa is the epitome of that. Say of is the epitome of that. If they play, if they play. Theoretically speaking, if they played like they played against Cincinnati and Oklahoma State, they would have beaten the living daylights out of UC Davis. But instead, UC Davis is, like, right there with them. It makes zero sense. But I don't know. But Cincinnati is going to drop. They're going to drop from probably going to drop to seven, probably Michigan state, which was three. It was going to drop into Cincinnati's place at six. They're going to say, Oh, well, Purdue beat Iowa, which is another ranked team. So obviously Purdue is a good school is a good school right now. So you know, obviously they've got some, Purdue's got some voodoo going on in West Lafayette. I don't know what it is. But they are the giant killer. They beat uh, Ohio State, which was ranked number two a few years ago. I don't honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if they get kicked out of the Big Ten just because they keep beating beating their top teams. But in any case, Cincinnati is probably going to go to seven. Michigan State's, like I said, probably going to go to six. Everything else is going to stay the same. Uh, Georgia, obviously it's, it's Georgia and everybody else right now. Cause Georgia just, they're, they're just the most complete team right now. Uh, I'm getting on a bit of a tangent. I apologize. Um, UTSA, or should I say USTA, according to Gary Barda. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> they're probably going to still be unranked, uh. Which I would I would honestly be amazed if they were unranked, but I wouldn't put it past this committee. And let me explain why. Their biggest gripe against UTSA last week was that they hadn't beaten anybody other than, uh, shit, who was Then I think it was Illinois. Like Jay Bielis, Uh he says that his top four is Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Oregon. That seems, you know, maybe I drop Oregon a bit because uh, I don't know. But that's I, that's
2: I did a- say you could jump on that bad wagon, Francisco. Well, but, I'm a, I'm,
0: a, I'm a hold on right now to Cincinnati because maybe, maybe maybe just maybe
3: maybe we'll get a Christmas miracle. Let oh. let me say this, Francisco. Cincinnati is in Cincinnati is very much in UCF 2017 UCF shoes right now. If Cincinnati is able to run the table, go 14 and 0. And the. Some and this has been a particularly chaotic season. I read somewhere that every single AP top 25 rank has lost at least once this season. Which is insanity. A lot of people are starting to compare this to 2007, which was a year so chaotic that Kansas and Missouri were considered national champion contenders. And they were up until the conference championship week. 2007 is the the king of chaotic seasons, but we're getting there this season. If Cincinnati stands alone, is the only undefeated team, or if UTSA is the only other undefeated team? So if Georgia goes down and Oklahoma go down, uh, Georgia goes down and Oklahoma goes down, Cincinnati has a good shot of pull, uh, of pulling a number one ranking from one of the other lesser known, but still major selectors like the collie matrix. If they pull that they are national champions and they can claim that. And I hope they do. I really hope that they do claim it because that is the closest they're going to get to a national championship until they get to the power five and it's through no fault of their own. So if you want a successful bandwagon team, stick with Cincinnati.
0: Okay. I mean, I've always been a Bearcats
3: fan, so I don't know what you're talking That's about. That's true. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I mean, the the sh- the reveal show is running a little bit late because they're waiting for the halftime of the Kansas-Michigan State basketball game, um, a, a game where Kansas is actually a good team. Wow. Um
0: but, wait, wait, wait they're, they're a basketball school, though. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I, I mean that's a bread and butter, baby. Yeah,
3: yeah, Mario Chalmers, baby. <laughs> I mean, even, but but even Kentucky is good at football now. I mean, Kansas football belongs in FCS. They're that bad. Although, huh. strangely enough, they almost beat Oklahoma. <laughs> That's what I mean. This, this season is so crazy. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the good news is the the tendency for the regular polls, so the, the, the regular human polls, so the coaches and the AP, to kind of bring themselves in line with the college football playoff ranking doesn't appear to be happening. Because AP still has Cincinnati at two in the poll. The coaches have them at three, a drop of one spot, which I don't agree with, but at least they're not putting them into sixth. A drop of one spot, lo- almost losing to Tulsa, that's that's a fair argument. Um, sorry, I, I, one more train of thought that I briefly jumped off of, but I'll get back on, UTSA. Um, they're one, they beat UTEP this past week. Ah. Six and two UTEP team. Mm. At the Sun Bowl, and they had, I think, like 30 plus thousand people in the Sun Bowl. Yeah, baby. El Paso. And it, it wasn't just a close win. They blew the doors off. They they dismantled the picks of the UTEP miners. They just beat the crap out of them. So According to Gary Barda last week, you know who else has UTSA beaten? Well, there you go. You've got UTEP, six and two. That's another team they've beaten. That's they said. Who else over five? Who else over five hundred have they beaten? Now they've got UTEP on the record. Some other teams that they've beaten are now above five hundred. Memphis was one. Uh, I think SMU or couple of other schools that he beat that they've beaten that are above 500. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of mental gymnastics Barda and the committee will do to find a way to keep UTSA, uh, out of, out of the discussion again. So, you know, what, look for that, look for that to see, uh, um, we'll find out shortly how bad UTSA gets screwed.
0: Oh boy! So that's about to go down. I guess we'll we'll have them as a goon most likely next week when we get to talk about that. All right, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh,
3: and I guess let me. Let me I guess I'll do a quick rundown of of the other Florida schools because that's what I do. Uh, UCF. Eked out a win against Tulane last week. Uh, last week, fourteen to ten. Uh, I don't have their schedule in front of me, uh, which is very lazy of me and unprepared. Uh, hold on. Yeah, so UCF beat Tulane last week. 14 to 10. They are the first bowl eligible team in the state of Florida. Um, Frogs. <laughs> they play at SMU this coming Saturday at noon. Um which that will be a very that'll be a huge resume booster. Well, not that it matters to UCF because there's no way they're getting into a major bowl this season, but for you know, possibly getting back into the top 25. SMU is a team that's that's ranked right now or has been ranked recently. Um, going to the ACC now. Let's go with Florida State. They are oh. three and six. Trash. You're still possibly bull eligible. You are still possibly bull eligible.
0: Hooray. The Carmilla
2: Bull or whatever.
3: The <laughs> Yeah,
2: there we go the McRibble.
0: Your
3: opponent this week is Miami. <laughs>
2: you know what it is, baby. I'm going to own both yeah, of you next the week. The day that,
0: that happens, only... we're going to be the ones no, calling the game.
3: <laughs> not
2: only will you know, we decide for FSU with our quality starting team, but then we're also going to break Mackenzie Milton's other leg. I love it! Oh, fuck
0: you. <laughs> He's evil. I love it. He is evil. He is you, evil. you guys both know. He is if, evil. You both know. This, have, this is he is the Andrew is the, Charles. Has Charles, Charles has not broken kayfabe at all with regards to this. Listen,
3: man, say what you will about Mackenzie Milton's skills and whatnot, but don't go for the leg.
2: You obviously never been in a fight. The only person who tries to fa- the people who, play, who is, fight fair lose Kai. a fight. This is called this is, Cobra Kai. This is Cobra Kai. Oh, Understand this. The petty trade. The, the petty god, the spiritual ancestors of petty, whatever you want to call it, shaman rituals, has been the wind to my back for the last three weeks. And how great has it been if it, I, I get this. I get Milton starting and I get FSU and I beat y'all. It's great. I love it. We're probably gonna lose. We're just calling that right now, right? We all realistically know we are gonna lose. It would be great for Miami DS
0: Honda, quarter, because lo- we know it's bad. local. Miami radio has been a little too happy with the Canes lately, and yeah, I need I, mean, I need that to go down.
2: We are all students of history. And we know what happens every time we get too hyped up. Get a little bit of that blood flowing, that drilling popping. You know, we get a little Jimmy Butler and I in our Miami Hurricanes. It doesn't work out. So Andrew, I'm telling you right now, objectively speaking, watch us lose, watch it happen. But you don't come I, to, show love, don't come to the show. I would love. Don't come to the show Tuesday.
3: We lost to Florida. That would be fantastic. Um, don't come to the do Don't come to the show Tuesday. <laughs> Meet me in uh, the back. anyway. Miami beat Georgia Tech 33-30 last week. Like. Mentioned before, they're playing Florida State on Saturday up in Tallahassee. Uh last but not least, Florida. They suck. Yay! Uh, Yay! They like I said, they lost uh 40 to 17 last week to the incredible South Carolina Gamecocks. They are four and five they are trash they are on a three game losing streak uh they lost lsu georgia was to be expected and then south carolina good news is they're playing their cupcake samford not stanford samford on uh i'm assuming their homecoming game this saturday starting at 12 if they somehow lose that they will be the laughing stock of the entire state to, here,
2: Tom Is- to be fair, anyway. they're always
3: laughing at the stock, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, that, that wraps it up for Florida. Um, yeah, okay. All right, not much more to add aside from the inevitable uh, the
0: disappointment of the college, disappointment,
3: the uh, inevitable uproar that's going to be caught, uh, going to be unleashed in the next couple of minutes, thanks to the CFP. Mm. Like, Selection committee.
0: All right, then. So, uh, show's been going good so far, but I think we're we're we're, we're two hours now with all the technical difficulty. So let, let's let's head on over to the cage, and we'll close out the show after that. So here we go.
1: Alright,
2: so welcome everybody to your weekly Truplex, The Cage with Charles. Full reminder disclaimer, wrestling is not fake, boys. It is scripted. It is a stage fight. It's a story about men and women chasing championships, trying to establish that legacy. Beyond the Mount Rushmore, swing so wing can't hit for people who actually watch wrestling know where I'm coming from with that one because that might be a topic coming up soon. You know, or just beating the holy hell out of each other. Um, it's Chris Jericho's birthday. We well, look at that. Yeah, it was also Jericho's birthday too a couple days ago. So, what Winnipeg, one of the GOATS's coming into it? They don't have any parks, okay. (laughs) But his real last name's not Jericho, it's Irvine. So, Mm. go figure, kids. Um, so we talked about last week that this is gonna be mostly AEW centric. This is true, I I have not backed out of that statement whatsoever. Um, but I feel like it's important to kind of touch and harp on a few things and go from there. New Japan for wrestling. Things happened. Shino Takagi won against Zack Sabre Jr. in the power struggle main event. Shingo won. They have now confirmed that it's going to be Shingo Takagi versus um, Kazuko Kata, Kazuchika Kata at I'm just bad with names today at Wrestle Kingdom in January. A little thing to kind of hit out. So I want to put it out there as a prediction now. To so say I was right two months later, is that Russell Kingdom is three nights. I believe it's going to be the 4th and the 5th of January. And then they have it like January 8th or something weird like that coming into it. But Kazuko Okada and Shingo Tagaya, you don't know which day it's going to be. Charles's prediction, Shingo's defend against Kazuka. He's going to beat Okada. And then Will Ospreay will make his full return back for the third night that is set for Russell Kingdom and take the title off of Shingo. The title he never lost. I had to abdicate. Or vacate because he injured his neck. Just putting that prediction out there because the thing that Okada, Takagi, and Osprey have been doing is saying who's the real champ. Let's final, you know, follow the timeline. You have Takagi, who was now the new champion after Osprey had to vacate the title from injury. Osprey has been coming around with another title saying he's the real champion. He never lost, no one ever beat him. He was only out for like two months. He's still the current champion. And you have Okada, who for some reason in this whole G1 climax thing, remember, doesn't beat Ubushi clean. And that's uh, uh, that's Francisco's new favorite wrestler. Doesn't beat Ubushi clean because sh- uh, Koda hurt his shoulder. In the match, and it was referee stoppage, and he brings back the old IWGP heavyweight championship that he's been parading around. So either two things are happening here, fellas. We're either getting what I said where Shingo and Okada go, Shingo wins, and then he loses to Osprey, and Osprey comes back as the king of New Japan for a bit. Or you don't get this often in New Japan. Or what are you doing, Charles? Or Multi-man match. Oh. Multi-man match. We're going to get a triple threat. Straight up. You know, the, the current champ, the one who says he's a pretender champ, and the one who says, I don't even like that title, it looks like a Decepticon, and bring bringing back the old title. Because oh. it's so prestigious and I made it prestigious. Mm. I'm kind of for it. I can't say the last time I've seen a triple threat go down, man. I think they did it with the IWGP junior heavyweight title, but that wasn't really of interest to me in comparison what they could do here or... The other bait and switch, Kodobushi comes back, tells Okada, hey, yo, bro, you didn't really beat me. I had a ripped shoulder. I want my title shot opportunity in that contract you have. And then, you know, there's the bait and switch there. That's a possibility, too, but I feel like that's a little, meh, you know, too on the nose. But yet, if this could lead to, you know, a triple threat match, by all means, put that in my blood, in my veins, give it to me. Give me what I want um new japan world tag league is going on very similar to like the g1 climax and then the super junior heavyweights where it's round robin tournaments later it gets to go winner gets to go against whoever the current champion is at the present time present pay-per-view wrestle kingdoms two months away basically so it's all going to be sent there we don't have predictions i don't do predictions like that not for the junior heavyweights or this uh yeah do they go super junior heavyweights What do they call it junior Heavyweight, super tournament. There's too much, man. There's too much to go on. And I don't do predictions on the tag team league. Like, Naito's back. This is good. We love Tetsuya Naito. You know, Los Ingo they hop on. You know, the only time I can say my Spanish correctly is with that affiliation. Um, tranquilo, man. It's all fine. He has to go with Destino, but he's going to be grouping up with Sonata again in this tag team league. Eh, I'm not feeling it. I'm ready, for, I'm ready for Shingo and Naito to just go against each other. Give me what I want, man. You have to have, like friction within a um stable because if one guy is holding the main title but a guy used to hold that main title, I think that story plays itself and mind you, what is New Japan? More wrestling. What is New Japan not as much? The entertainment storyline value. What do we know about wrestling? is also a soap opera. But every now and then, you know, you gotta you gotta go different a little bit. You gotta go you gotta go outside the comfort zone. You can't be you can't be Charles just eating all this healthy food. You gotta get a McRib every now and then right? <laughs> your clock your order. See, I brought it together. You got to go outside. Oh, uh, you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, man, your breakfast burritos are still good. I'm sorry. Damn, but we trying. but new Japan, it's going to get interesting. And what I have to do is my homework fellows is because it is November 9th today. I give you my matches of the year, don't I? But remember how I split them up because I was trying to do this last year and then we got caught up in everything. Um, I try to do a separate matches of the year for WWE, AEW, and New Japan. I, I can't do, I don't think you do like top matches of the year with all these brands coming in. You know what your best matches, no matter what the promotion is, but it's just too exhaustive. Like these are the 10 best matches of around. The these are the 10 best matches from this promotion, that promotion, but I will find what I like. I'll tell you guys where to go. I do it to you guys all the time. Like watch this match. Oh, I'll send you snippets of it. But the problem is the YouTube stuff, because marketing and trade rights is always this bad, like cliche death metal band. That doesn't work. And I'm just like, I just want to watch Kota versus Naito, man. Can I get that? But I get people singing and dancing in the background, and it's some nonsense. So that's on New Japan for the moment. Impact Wrestling, um, nothing big right now. I know I focus on them actually a lot more than usual last week, but for Andrew's updates, they stopped doing the... Um, open working contracts with AEW, so Impact's doing its own thing now and doing some stuff in New Japan. I think that's actually more beneficial. We did see on the Twitter There's scroll the that we have right. That was, that was the, well, that was Ring of Honor. Oh, that was Ring of Honor. That yeah, was right, Ring right, of doi, Honor. Doi, yeah. So lower on the rung. That can be interesting when we bring it to WWE purposes for a second. But, nah, yeah. Yeah. Um, stuff happened. For Imp- stuff happened. Stuff happened. So for Impact, um, they're working more with New Japan. So mention New Japan real quick. New Japan Strong Battle of the Valley is going to be Kazuko Kata versus um, Buddy Matthews, who used to be the Buddy Murphy and WWE. That match is going to be a banger. I really hope Buddy can just kind of kill it out there in the independents and just bring it around and do something with his name. I think you should change your name from Buddy because yeah. ah, you know, I, I think sometimes we are stuck with the old shtick of certain names and mindsets of tough guys for the guys ripped he can go. I've seen him live back in the NXT days and I'm very happy that he has a chance to kind of do his own thing he's finally free in that sense um so impact that's that ring of honor mass closeout. andrew last week i announced it basically they're releasing all the contracts of the people whose contracts expire at the end of the year anyway and they're shutting down until april uh for their super g climax tournament, whatever they call it now they're, you know super turn to super Honor, or whatever it is there's too many pay-per-views going on they steal each other's names but until they come back in april so there's people out of jobs. And speaking of which, there's more releases in the WWE. We already know it was coming. Uh, more wrestlers were released. At this point, I don't even care. And it was some big names too, but I'll do a pros and cons argument. I'll do it as the, this is terrible. How could it happen? You know, Vince, why do you keep releasing people? And then I'll give you like the whole, like, what does it matter kind of argument. So the names of the people released Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Karen Cross, Scarlett Bodeau, um Nia Jacks, which is super surprising. Not only is she like The Rock's like distant cousin, but she was actually still called the Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. I, I I felt that was going to happen a couple times ago. Frankie Monet, who is um, John Morrison's wife, she was just you know she was just signed like a couple months ago. Oni Lorcan, which kind of sucks because I like Orny. B Fab, who just got called up to SmackDown part of Hit Row, and it got released. A lot of the other people are NXT people that I'm not too overly familiar with, but I know Jessica Mayo was Frankie Monet's partner, I believe tag team partner and then grand madelike and mince dorado were um lucha house party harry smith was signed he's the son of davy boy smith he didn't show up main purpose wise and then even reed was just there to kind of put dewdrop over aka piper nevin so thoughts on this scary man is gone scary man is gone Hmm. scary man is gone but scary man couldn't get over on the main roster and when vince has to retool you so many times and he doesn't know how to propel you. And how do you propel people on the main roster when they're not chasing championships? It's the thing I've been putting in your brain for a while. How do you write stories? How do you get people to like people, right? When they kind of look like generic, because the look, the authenticity, the the cool genuineness that came from Scarlett and Cross died on arrival. when you had him come up, he loses to Jeff Hardy in match one, doesn't have at all... Scarlet with them whatsoever and basically what happens is is you're not even taking um the teeth the venom from the cobra you're basically just skinning the cobra and just leaving the skeleton that's dead you know what I mean there's nothing about it really you're just, just skinning it and that's it you know there's nothing ideally dangerous about it anymore because it's dead and that's what you did you, you murdered it and carrying across I liked it you know I like scary man we don't go on the same um street as him but if that's how it'd be that's how it'd be and with Keith Lee. I felt that was coming too. Keith had been called up pushed to the moon initially when he beat Randy Orton, I had think payback, but nothing came out of it. He had it repackaged a couple of times as Bearcat Lee. And it just didn't work out. He had his birthday. today, So getting fired before your birthday kind of sucks. Right. Um, and then he kind of put out a statement that he had to pay for all his medical conditions that he had combating COVID Mia Yim, who is his fiance. We like him. She's talented. I've seen her in person. I've seen Lee in person. Um, she was even used. She was called up on Re- from Retribution debut on debut on Raw, and she was going to be there. Back to Mia Yim instead of being whatever her you know original name was when she was in that faction. I think it was Reckoning, um, and just never utilized. Nia Jackson was a big surprise because I thought you know Vince loved his Simones. Nia had some great success, but there's many reasons why, as you can say. And then they're going to give the perfunctory um, statement. It's, you know, budget cuts or it's whatever. There's some rumors saying that it's because some people are not vaccinated or not. I don't give much weight into the dirt sheets. Some people do. I don't. But it kind of sucks. Amber Moon I've seen two in person. And I felt like it was like about time. You hate to say that when it comes to certain people who, who are employed and are going to be released from employment. But she was on NXT, won the NXT Women's Championship, got called up to the main roster, did some stuff, got hurt came back didn't do anything went back to nxt one of the women's tag team titles and then just kind of stalled for a bit so the idea is maybe vince is not going for opportunities and i feel bad about b because she was very green in the ring but she was part of the stable so imagine a, that stable gets called up immediately and that she's gone like the next week that's how quick it was like hmm, maybe she comes back maybe not i don't know vince has brought people back before it, it does it happen to mojo as far as it was brought back That was the whole like, oh, this is sorry. You know, these are great talents, stuff like that. Here's the objective lawyer side of me arguing. Were any of these people on the pay-per-view last month, Francisco? Were they on Crown Jewel? No. Were they, and that was a good pay-per-view. Were they on Extreme Rules? No. Were they on SummerSlam? No. Yeah, I can understand the argument that, you know, maybe if Vince and the writers put them in there, they could have been there. But were they moving merch? No. Were they getting support? No. Who were the people that liked them? The people that saw them? Why we have them? Why do we pay for them? Yeah. Why don't we build something new? If Extendible. we tried for them and they failed, yeah, if we tried and they failed and they couldn't get over and the crowd comes into it, and you can shift all you want on the blame so, on so from, from, the So, from this list, I'm just going to
0: ask you, who do you think got done dirty from this list out of all oh, of them? Man, the it's, most?
2: it's a lot. It, it's not fair to say one. I mean, the, the worst one has to be BFAB because you literally got caught up from NXT in a stable and you didn't even wrestle the first match, you were released. For some reason, you were released, but not your crew. Anybody else in there? So you saw NXT. Mm. Cross, I think they knew there was going to be a hard transition, so they gave him the weird helmet. Keith Lee probably got it dirty because it's one of those things where you getting COVID and you being sidelined for so many months, was it a byproduct, and they changed your character. Really soon? But honestly, if you had said, Charles, who really got dirty? Personally, I would say uh, Mia Yim. Imagine you're called from NXT to the main roster. You put into a booking with a a stable that's supposed to be this erratic Bane-like characters from the Dark Knight Rises. You're given a completely new name. Your name's Reckoning. There's a point in a match that you had a couple weeks, I think you were going against Nikki Cross, where the mask comes off, and it's obviously you. You are Mia Yim. You're identifiable. They don't change your name. They don't reveal it. They don't do any of the storyline. They don't say Mustafa Ali went around and converted um, Dominic Dajkic, uh, Dio Madden, or Dijakovic, but it's Christopher Dijak from back of the day. Dio Madden, um, Mia Yim, or anything like that to go and follow him. No, no, no. They just, they break up that band. They put you on the shelf. You're not around. You're never used. You're at home collecting paychecks. You're waiting for your time. You're probably told you're going to be doing stuff. You're brought over to Raw when you trade from SmackDown. You never make an appearance as Mia Yim. There is no touch point of Mia Yim on the main roster. That to me is doing dirty. You know what I mean? That, that that hits a little bit. Hits a little bit. Because why? Because now you have to go try to find employment elsewhere. And we all say, oh, AEW is doing good. But AEW can't find everybody, yeah. right? And times are tough so, with the other leagues. And times are tough. So if you can't have a body of work to provide because the last year of your body of work is not doing anything, it's looking at a resume. It's like it says there's a time gap in your resume. Can you explain that? That's how it feels to me. And I'm looking at it as a professional standpoint. Um, everybody else, Frankie Monet, probably go to Impact. Ember Moon, I can definitely see her in AEW. They need it. Scarlett, Impact, Karen Cross go back to Impact. Oni will be doing the circulations. Maybe New Japan, B-Fab. I, I don't know that stuff. Some of these NXT people, I don't know stuff. Keith Lee, it depends. So some people would be like AEW, and I'm like, but is he? You you have to kind of figure out what head of creative for each organization or each promotion likes in their wrestlers. Vince McMahon does like his big, beefy, sweaty men, but he also likes comedy, and he likes character, I would say. I don't think Vince cares much about wrestling. He cares about moving merchandise and profits and people who can work well on television. That's why certain people who probably should have been fired are still there, you know what I mean? Um, he under, he he acknowledges talent, because when anybody says he doesn't acknowledge talent, he would have fired Cesaro a long time ago. Cesaro's like a top 10 guy on that roster, hands down, completely. Cesaro's in my top five matches of this year. That's going on between him and Roman. Like, that lets you know. The, the product that's in there. Vince is not stupid when it comes to talent, but he's like, can I do something with this? And there's some people who let go, even though they might be the most talented. Um, but is Tony Khan the guy who would look at Keefley, who's like 6'3, 285, 300 something, and go, you? When a lot of the guys on his roster are more smaller, athletic men, 170 pounds, 180 pounds, maybe 200, maybe breaking six foot. And how do you book? Because I can understand wrestling should suspend the belief of competitive fighting if you have a fighter in you as the two wrestlers that you're portraying. If they're five, seven, five, eight, like a Daniel Bryan, but if Keith Lee is thirty-seven, three hundred twenty pounds, can do moon salts and all this af- athletic stuff, you should beat every small guy there. Correct? Correct? Right? And that's the problem a little bit. Um, I don't know what that direction is that Tony Khan likes I know he likes his athletics I know he likes making honest storylines I know he doesn't like cheap humor I know he he has Arn Anderson cut a great promo about having the Glock I sent you guys that and I love it Um, Mm. but he also does give guys certain tries that maybe wouldn't get a try. In the WWE, such as Eddie Kingston, which is that article that I sent you because we love Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston follows on Twitter: Charles the True, Danfry Holay's, uh, FJOJR, Play, Players um, Tribute, Sports you News, know,
0: Players Tribute, yeah, Derek yeah.
2: Jeter's, you know, paper. It was a ve- it was a very good article, you know. And you know, I always like Eddie on the mic and stuff like that because he did stuff in his indies and he did some stuff with um, Impact. But you know, I knew about him a little bit and he popped onto AEW and then I- I've sent you guys stuff. I sent you the promo between him and Punk, and it's gonna be glorious if they continue that but with wwe there's releases but is the needle moving what wwe needs to be concerned about is the dropping numbers that's happening in raw and i won't waste too much breath on wwe because it's more AEW and i don't want to be a long cage but raw is now like the third hour they had a raw yesterday dropped down to like 1.3 billion that's a very low average man that's almost like the peak of what AEW has done but in the last year since the pandemic started they were going from close to two point five million, close to three million, going down, 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 down. Now you're what what happens if you just hit that million? That's it. Because you're going against the beast that is Monday night football. Sure. You don't have the strongest roster, but now you're trying to create new stories. They are. They are trying to create new stories for both Raw and SmackDown. NXT is a different story. I gave up on it. I'll watch the pay-per-views, and I'll just get the highlights, but it's not longer the show I used to love. It. And that happens. That happens sometimes. It's Michael Scott leaving the office kind of feeling. You know what I mean? Season 9 was good, but Season 8 was trash. That's the way it goes. Um, but what are you going to do to combat that? Because people, the marks, or the people who hate WWE, When they look at the ratings, they're like, oh, you know, now they're falling a rock. Keep in mind, yesterday, Monday Night Football, Steelers, Bears, that's a big fan base. You know, everybody's going to watch it. Can you go in competition? How is Vince going to do and clear out? But keep it consistent, Vince. Try to do what you can. Push the right people. And, you know, good luck trying to find new stars, though. Because, man, you can't just make them into great immediately. And what happens if someone gets injured? That's the question you guys have to ask yourself. You already released so many people. What are you going to do when... Someone gets hurt and a couple of people get hurt. It happens. You're back to live touring. You're not just doing once or twice a week wrestling. You're doing several times a week wrestling and you're prepping and you're weightlifting. Can you survive that food for thought? But to bring back what I talked about to bring it together and leave a WWE and go to AEW, um, there's a mass exodus of ring of honor. People that came into it, they don't have contracts. They're independent contractors. Yes. Vince and them just released all these people. But who's to say that creative in, in WWE and then talent uh, scouting for talent wouldn't sign any of those people, right? Are they former WWE wrestlers or just guys they want to kind of pack in to make NXT more diverse or Raw and SmackDown, just boom and go. And were these wrestlers who just got released from contracts and say no? They might they might literally hate the fact that they got to go into WWE, which has had a very anti you know wrestler mentality from people who are in the wrestling world that you don't like the wrestlers you just want the money you don't care about us you don't do this but when you just came from an organization that just literally fired you and are we still in a safe condition where you can go state to state to state out of country to wrestle it might not be feasible getting that sweet contract is called what guys job security the same reason why and we're just gonna say it now because we make it to lawyer association why some people go for a, a state job when you're an attorney why because you get you don't get benefits, WD, but you get benefits and then you get a consistent salary paycheck as opposed to going on a feast or famine kind of firm or kill, keep what you kill kind of mentality or going on your own. Job security matters. Um, AW time because I felt like I made it depressive of wrestling. Wrestling is supposed to be depressive sometimes, but wrestling is also supposed to be good, it's supposed to make you feel good, all those kind of things. all supposed to make you feel the equivalent of finding out that Aaron Rodgers is just a lying, 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 smelly man. I bet he does smell. Um, Oh no, Finn Balor got injured. This is literally like what we just talked about of what's going to happen if people get injured, guys. I have to read those there. sheets. But AW Full Gear is this weekend on Saturday. And I got to tell you, I don't want mm. mm. to pay $50 for a pay-per-view. I don't want to pay $50 for a pay-per-view. But if there was a pay-per-view card that makes me want to pay $50 for for aew it's this pay-per-view i think they have built it extremely well i think the storylines come in there have been excellent considering the fact that it is tuesday i can do something i haven't been able to do in a while is give some predictions to go from there but the card except for like two matches have been something that i have great interest in why does this this card matter this pay-per-view matter because it's coming to fruition of culmination of some storylines that have been a long time in the making and then it's just been gonna be some damn good wrestling so from the top you have the super click consisting of adam cole Bay Bay, and the young bucks going against jurassic express and christian cage um falls count anywhere people are gonna beat the hell out of each other that's gonna be fun everybody's been feuding for each other there they've had a couple of matches last week adam cole got like a concerto from christian it's just good stuff that comes into it because you have to get heat on there. Darby Allen versus MJF. MJF is that Buzz Lightyear meme that you sent me um, that I love personally. MJF is a skilled guy in the mic. Darby Allen has grown on me through the years, right? I just thought, oh, he's just a glorified stunt guy. I'm like, no, homeboy could wrestle. He was a former TNT champion. They're basically just fighting on the idea of, you know, who's really um you know one of the pillars of AEW. Also, it's because MJF runs his mouth a lot and Darby's gonna, you know, pop him out. I forgot about the prediction for Jurassic Aspects and Christian Cage. I actually think Super Click wins it. And I'll tell you why I think Super click wins it is because you still are going off of the heat of Adam Cole, baby, um, coming to AEW after he bailed from WWE. So if you want to keep his star, and of course the dogs here because they love Adam Cole too. But if you want to keep his kind of like importance going, you don't have him lose on his first pay-per-view, no matter what. Rule number one, right? This guy's supposed to matter. I think there's a storyline down the ways, but like seven months down the ways that lead to it. You don't have him lose that pay-per-view. AEW World Tag Team Championship, Lucha Lucha Brothers versus FTR, formerly known as The Revival. I expect to be a good match. I expect, I don't really, I'm not crazy about the stories that are coming into it, but sometimes with tag team wrestling is pretty simple. I'm going to beat you up and beat you up. Um, I believe that the, Lucha Bros lost their eight their triple A tag team titles. That's a different promotion down in Mexico. Two FTR on a call in from Andrade. Um, now we're just going to have them go out for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Should be a good match. Lucha Bros retaining. I don't see anything that can come in differently for it. Britt Baker, DMD, AEW Women's World Champion against Ty Conti. I think that's pretty self uh, sufficient. Britt Baker's going to win it, go from there. Um, you're going to have this is my bathroom break match. If I did pay money for it, inner circle versus men of the year and America's top team. So the inner circle is Jericho, happy birthday, Sam Guevara, um, Santana Ortiz, Jake Hager, America top team and men of the year is going to consist of, um, Ethan page, Scorpio sky, Dan Lambert for American top team, Jorge Masvidal. And then I forgot. Junior Santos, I believe. Is on this, so you're getting a mixture of that UFC kind of fights going on. I don't care for this at all. I'm not crazy about the inner circle to begin with. Jorge Masvidal, even though he's a 305 guy, is not my kind of 305 guy. First off, who have you beaten? You have a false title as the Banff title for anybody who follows combat sports. they they did a little showcase of it on rampage and I'm just not about it. I feel bad for Ethan page and for Scorpio sky because they got kind of booted into this because I guess I'm not good enough to have Dan Lambert and Dan Lambert's got a kind of like a punchable face. So that's a good thing going to him. Um, Bathroom break match inner circle wins. Uh, Sure. You know, whatever. I don't, I don't have much passion towards it. You know what I am passionate about boys CM punk versus Eddie Kingston. Did you find gentlemen, watch that promo that i sent you between the two of them that happened on rampage on friday if not i would advise you do it because what matters is sometimes you can have a great match that happens in the ring and then sometimes you can have a fantastic match and a fantastic other f-word feud because you had a match building into it from promos interviews from interactions and that promo on friday was just mmm, a chef's kiss where eddie Kingston's is like i'll hit your face off i don't care about wins and losses that's my yonkers new york accent for eddie kingston and cm punk's like you know you're you're kind of a bitch <laughs> that's basically what he said <laughs> yeah at the he's he like you're kind of like nikola jokic you don't care for you um and they're going around they brought up the history a little background eddie kingston 20 year pro at this y'all don't even know his name I could run with that, man. I could. That is such good storytelling when you think about that. Compared to CM Punk, who's like everybody knows who he is at the end of the day, even guys who are into wrestling. And then, um, damn, he is all up in his face. He he is all up in his face, and (laughs) Kingston's going to him. Oh, it's so good.
0: Comments on YouTube
2: are echoing what you're saying right now. Because it feels real, man, and that's the thing. You know, wrestling is like the movies during wartime. You just do it to suspend uh, to suspend disbelief and suspend reality and go into a different world. And that's how it falls out And then CM Punk just go and saying, you know, all the guys that you were with, with like Danielson, me, uh, you know, all these other people, Samoa Joe. We wanted more out of you, and you couldn't fulfill that potential. You're fat. You didn't do this. And then um, Eddie Kingston, just like you want to know the truth. All those guys in the back there. They, they don't want you. They want you to go back and retire for another seven years. I'm like, I can feel that heat because that's the storyline. That's the soap opera. That's the drama. That's the Jason Morgan, Sonny Corinto's drama right there, baby. That's your Port Charles, your general hospital. That's your all my children up in my, that's your Sabra, that, not Sabra, I don't think, that's yeah, that vibe, man, that you need for those people who like their um, you know, Latino soap opera going in there. Uh, I forgot the word right now because I didn't plan on bringing in Spanish soap operas into life. What is it, Francisco? What are Bolitas watch? Come on. Nice. Novelas. Come on, novelas. That's oh, our telenovelas, man. That's <laughs> a novelas coming into it. You know, I had to you, you had to understand when we have to flip the switch on cultures, it, it's it's tough sometimes. You can't go from there. I think that the match itself, I don't know what the quality is gonna be, but the emotion is gonna be real. Why? Because another thing I can guarantee you that's gonna be in that match, fan contribution. The chanting, the cheering, the booing, the ha. I swear to Christ, if I hear another, this is awesome. When people are just locking up arms, it's going to annoy me. But fan investment helps propel top-tier matches. And I I think that's what's The match itself could be technically a three, but people are in that stuff. Ooh, up in that chili. If they get a little Jimmy Butler blood in them, mm, mm, that's going to be good. Another match that should be good but was made on the fly, of course, is going to be the A oh, CM Punk wins that match by the way because there's no way the same logic of you having like Adam Cole can't lose his first pay per view match is the same logic you have CM Punk can't lose his second pay per view match right but AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Eliminator Tournament Final whoever wins this gets a title shot into the future Brian Danielson formerly Daniel Bryan still weird kind of say that name right was originally going against Mox we talked about last week Moxley's in rehab do your thing Mox you'll be fine Miro came in murdered. murdered Everybody in his way. I have loved the Miro family, Rusev, who used to be a WWE guy, um, Redeemer, I forgot who he murdered, oh, Orange Cassidy. He just wrecked him. He wrecked it, man. I was like, he was wrecking Ralph. That intensity. The problem is, is I don't want Miro to lose but you can't have Danielson losing on his first pay-per-view. So you're really at an odds. It's not going to end in a draw either. So Danielson wins in a match that I think should be fantastic because I don't remember them ever locking horns with each other in WWE. And then Miro, this whole Redeemer um, persona has been fantastic. He's been redeeming himself. He's, he was God's favorite champion. And lately, since he's lost the TNT title, Sammy Guevara, you know he's been doing his promos? Fighting God. He literally has a thing where he goes and says, if you won't answer my calls above, then those below my foot <laughs> shall be silenced. And I'm like, what is this? I don't know if I sent that to you guys. I think I did. I'm gonna find it again because that was some of the best lines I ever heard. Cause he's going to God and saying, if you don't answer me now, I will break every person beneath me. And I'm like, what because i'm invested that's the intensity that like remember i mean Art Henderson guy man when it comes to threats he's the of a reason he goes up up in that chili um andrew's leaving us bye andrew um and then uh last but not least he's AWO got important things to do
0: he's, he's got to go into right. the college football
2: teleconference so yeah he's a big boss man mm. adam page versus kenny omega you know the story. Anybody who's been following me, following us for two years, knows the story. Adam Hangman Page, originally part of the Elite, was the first. Um, was in the first main event for I believe. No, I don't know if it was the first main event, but he was in. Was it Double or Nothing? I'm almost certain. But he was. He was the first contestant for the AEW World Championship against Jericho. Lost to Jericho. Jericho was champion. Teams up with Kenny Omega as his tag team partner. They go on to win the AEW World Tag Team Championship. They win. They have a successful run. They beat the Young Bucks. They lose the titles. Page wants to get it back, man. He was like, let's do it. We got to get this. Let's go. You could be FTR. And then Kenny's like, no, I don't want to do that. Kenny is like, I'm out. Page is hurt. He wants to get him back. But no, we can't do it like that. He got kicked out of the elite. And what happens is they won against each other at last year's finals. Kenny Omega wins. Uh, Kenny Omega beats John Moxley for the championship. That's when Kenny turns heel hangman page disappears for a bit he ends up becoming the replacement to a degree i would say for Brody lee at the brody's death to guide the dark order they grew up they do everything but he's afraid to challenge his buddy he's afraid to challenge his best friend he's afraid to challenge his tag team partner until one day he gets the courage and he goes and he challenges it but he puts it on the line remember the stipulation francisco and that 10 man match whatever the hell it was 10 man tag team Mm -hmm. match and if i lose i convey my title shot he goes he disappears he goes spends time with his child he comes back and wins that trip And he is going to be challenging Kenny for that title. Oh man, the match could be good. The storytelling could be phenomenal. The investment of the crowd could be top tier. It's either going to be the crowning moment of Adam Hangman Page to finally be the face of franchise. Because you got to think, that's a big thing to put somebody in the finals of that first match. Like for your first ever title against Jericho of all people. And he had a decent showing and to let him groom and develop and build two years into it to kind of wrestle around elsewhere on the card, have some feuds, get stalled a little bit, but back into it. And against Kenny, you know, Kenny's about with his, you know, originally had his Harley race do. And now I think he's back to looking normal. There's a lot of potential. Unless you want to make it better. Because you always remember the finish, right? That's the Vince McMahon logic. That's the logic of the Kenny Omega dud firework things and John Moxley. But I, I'm like 99% sure Paige is going to win. The, the story is too good. And also you have to take into account that they don't do a lot of pay-per-views. And I think you would cheapen people to a degree to not have Paige win this. And you save it for a dynamite match But that, because that might call for more ratings. But hear me out. I just gave you my heart, Francisco, of like Mm. how great it would be for this man to win the championship of this pay-per-view, but how much better it would be if he just doesn't win it. That heat, man, that heat. But he's going to win. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I don't think it would be a. I do not think it would be a Roman Brock Lesnar WrestleMania thing where Roman seems like he's gonna beat him and then loses to Brock and then beats him in a SummerSlam with interference. I'm saying it's more or less like, you know, try, try, try again, and you finally do it, man. You know, you get that crowning achievement. Where, yeah. You know, you have to kind of beat enough, But sometimes yeah, you, you can't delay the, like the
0: Lake, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Ash also
2: like everybody. It took like the twenty is... years, but yeah. <laughs> We were all adults, and I'm sure there was a wrestling you know, equivalent that I can bring up to the mind, but I, the problem is I do this stuff a lot on the fly, so I can't give you that off the cuff where you had someone try multiple times and just couldn't get in and finally got over the person. I want to say Rock and Austin, but that wasn't really for the title because Rock finally beat Austin at WrestleMania. Was it 17 or was it after? Um, after like two straight main events where he lost to Austin. No, I think WrestleMania 17 was when Austin turned. He also might have been 18 and 19, but... Needless to say, the heat would be great, but the payoff should be good. So I want to pay 50 bucks, man. I don't want to. I just paid 50 bucks for a parking citation today. Don't ask me how. I was over the yellow, apparently. Okay, fine. But it happens. It's like the first ticket I've ever had. I'm that that safe for the driver because I'm cheap. But, you know, like I said, uh, and I don't have anybody else who likes to watch AEW. So it's like, I can't do it. But I'm very excited. It's a good week for wrestling, man. It's big boy stuff. Good luck, Eddie Kingston cm punk i I know it's all fake and everything like that but i loved your promo that's all i'll say on that and that's all i got for you this week on the cage all right so
0: i think i'm I'm gonna end it here because it's 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 lasted us long enough but uh, yeah everybody thank you for 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 listening and watching and getting us and i will edit the audio version of this to be a lot smoother for sure and uh mcdonald's uh you're always welcome to come back if you, you know, uh, we haven't done well cutting our own promos for your fine products lately. <laughs> but you know, we'll try. We'll try hard next time. You know, I can't guarantee either of us are gonna get the McRib, but uh, we'll 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 try harder. Okay. So so please come back. It's okay. Anyways, I'm out. Bye bye. You're a punk, Jokic. <laughs> You're Parasaurolophus.
1: Parasaurolophus! <laughs> <laughs>